Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a You know, the, the worst part is I almost cut you off and tried to say it alongside you just to throw you off your game. See, you really do want people to hate you. That's that's what's going on there. You, you cut <laughs> off the intro. What's wrong with you? Yes, but only people on this show. <laughs> that's true. Uh, this is episode number 649 for April 26th, 2021. We're almost through April. Fucking year's almost half over already. Yeah. God damn. But on the show this week, want to wish me a birthday, a happy birthday. That's my birthday this week. Oh well, happy birthday! What are you now, like fifty six, fifty seven? <laughs> You're not far, far off forty six, are we? Forty six. That is that is some that is some uh, yes, yeah, depressing shit. I was gonna say you're you're real close to collecting like retirement. Uh, well, the closer I get to it, the further it. It is because in this country it used to be you could retire at like sixty. Now it's like seventy-two or something. Jesus oh no, yeah, I, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna die walking. That's yeah. the worst to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that I might be the same. Unfortunately, as is the way of the world. Well, I mean, yeah. if the if the progressive agenda keeps going, we'll be able to retire at like thirty-two, Drew. So it'd be all right. Oh shoot! I'm already past that. Let's do it. I know. Let's. Well, by the time it gets past, you'll be like seventy-five. So it don't matter. Well, good, then I'll just die. <laughs> I expect you to die. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. All right. I, I think you know everybody on the show. We got Anthony, we got John, we got Drew. Whole cast of colorful characters. Like a Mortal Kombat well, movie. on here. <laughs> like a Mortal Kombat movie that awesome. really had about two interesting characters in it. <laughs> you didn't like the movie, Drew? I thought the movie was fine. But let's be honest, Scorpion and Sub Zero were the only characters anybody cared about in that movie. I don't know. I, well, like that movie. I thought Kano was pretty good. I thought Kano was the best character in that movie. Uh, the Magic Mike joke had me rolling. I lost it. That was funny. I don't know. Also, I like that movie. I- I thought it was okay. I'm not bashing the movie. I'm just like, mm, maybe flesh out a few more of your characters. You got a whole list of characters here. Well, hopefully they make more movies. I hope so too, because you know, because that movie was two hours long, and there was never a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they never had the actual tournament. I did like like every so often they would break into almost break into the uh, Mortal Kombat, and then and then it kind of didn't it was quite good i like that yeah remix of the the theme it's gotta be in there it has to be in there 
It was a lot of... Uh, yeah, I, of... I enjoyed it for what it was. Hell yeah. I've watched it twice. That's all you can do. I watched it twice. It was, it was visually impressive, yes. I mean, them fatalities, man. Oh, those fa- Yeah, those they were beautiful. <laughs> they were a work of art. And that was great as well, not being scared of a uh, a particular rating just to to you know appeal to a certain audience. They could have toned that right down. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, I mean, that movie was full of blood and gore. That was a good time. Was this always supposed to be just streaming, or was it no, supposed to it come out in theaters? A, it was supposed to be a th- like all this stuff coming to HBO Max this year was supposed to be in theaters. So like Godzilla, Tom and Jerry. All this right. stuff is supposed to be in theaters. Yeah, Conjuring as well. I'm looking forward to that. That that tra- trailer drops earlier this week as well. The the new Conjuring movie, which I'm a big fan of. That uh, that series. I've never seen one of those movies. They're great fun. I mean, I like horrors, so that's fine. And all right, not all of them are bangers, but I did enjoy uh, Conjuring one and two, and one of the Annabelle movies. So the Annabelle is part of that series? Yeah. Okay. So is La Llorona, which was really bad, apparently. I haven't even watched it. And The Nun, which also wasn't fantastic. Good lord, man. It's like a fucking multiverse. Yeah, it's a Marvel Cinematic Universe here. It is a a multiverse of sorts. It makes Uh, a ton of money. Remember when they tried to do that with The Mummy, and then it just kind of died out? Well, yeah, some of those spin-off mummy yeah, movies that... were real bad, though. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm talking about no. the one with Tom Cruise. The new one. Oh, that's no. supposed to be. That's supposed to still be good. Like they started that and that's tried to make it. Now. And then they, I, I still feel like, like I've heard rumblings that they're still trying to. Uh, I think they ditched it, and I'll tell you why. So, first of all, that movie was actually okay. The problem was, it was they were trying to fit two movies worth of shit into one movie. Um. There's Wasn't the there another the t- movie that happened? Um, well, that, the, the reason why I say it's not happening anymore is because The Invisible Man was going to be Johnny Depp, which God knows if that was going to go through after all the court shit. Um, and then they ended up doing The Invisible Man with the woman from... Uh, I know her from, 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 from Mad yeah. Men. Yeah. I know her from yeah. Mad Men. Yeah, so they... they also... Dracula Untold technically is part of that universe as well, apparently. Well, okay. I mean, it, it, as long as it's a universal Dracula movie. Um, was when Russell Crowe in it, like at the end? Oh no, he that's in okay. not the film. Oh, here's the here's here's the problem. Isn't he Jekyll? that movie? I thought he was, yeah, Doctor Jekyll. Doctor Jekyll. Yeah. So so, this is a movie that no one gives a shit about. But let me explain. I watched that's, it as a bad did. movie because because. Uh, the the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Jekyll uh, Hyde part. Fuck off. G- it's um, pronounced Jekyll. Well, you can suck my balls. How about that? <laughs> fucking, I don't give a shit. I protect your my balls. Country, your whole country pr- mispronounces the word niche, so I don't give a shit about what the fuck anybody's gonna say about Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. I'm pronouncing it Jekyll. Jekyll. Okay. Wait, how do we pronounce niche? I, I hear niche a lot. Okay, well, I've more never said it like that. No, I always say niche. Yeah. Okay, then you two are excused from my wrath, but I hear niche a lot, and I'm like, that is not how you pronounce that fucking word. <laughs> they mispronounce uh, buoy as well, because it's actually boy. What? Boy? They pronounce it buoy? Yeah. It's buoy. Buoy is actually boy. 
B-O-U-Y is boy. No, B-O-Y is boy, you jackass. <laughs> okay, we're getting off, we're getting off from my, my, my complaints about the mummy, which is unimportant, too. Um, my issue with the mummy is that it starts off as a mummy movie. It's okay. It's, it's like, not offensive in any way. And then they sidetrack that story to have Russell Crowe come and be... Dr. Jekyll. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we're You're done with that now. So let's go back to the mummy movie we were we were doing. And it's like, well, that's two movies worth of crap there. And it's like, you could have introduced Russell Crowe at the end of the mummy movie you were clearly writing. Um, but then you forced it in so you would make the universe quicker. Yeah, everybody's they, trying to catch up with Marvel. That's and, just... and, and, yeah, and that... And it changes, it changes the tone of the movie halfway through because um, the uh, Jake – is it Jake Johansson or Jake Johnson? The uh, guy who played Jake Spider-Man. Johnson. Yeah, J- the guy who played Spider-Man in uh, Enter the Spider-Verse. Okay. Um, he uh, – uh, well, sorry, Peter Parker. They're all Spider-Man technically. Um, so he is Tom Cruise's friend who ends up dying in the first little bit. And then he starts cu- appearing as a like ghost that only Tom Cruise can see. And that was a really interesting sort of funny bit. And then they lose that to do go deal with Russell Crowe for a while. And then they sort of never bring it back and they only fight the mummy for half of it. And I was like, well, you've, you've lost a bunch of your plot points. Um, <laughs> And it's just, it's very disappointing because it was, it was clearly executive meddling. Um, oh yeah. Again, it's all about the money and they want the fact, they all want the, um, the, the universe dollars, you know, the cinematic universe dollars really quickly. Mm. Yeah. It, the best part of the mummy is that trailer that they released with the sound off. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody remembers. So the most offensive part of the the mummy movie is at one point while they're at Jekyll, I hate that. It's Jekyll's area, whatever the company that takes care of all the monsters is. The one that you play as in the Mummy video game. The island um, of Dr. Monroe. Sure. Um, <laughs> the Whatever company that is, uh, the female lead is going through the library and at one point drops a book off the shelf and it's the book from the Brendan Fraser Mummy movies. Really? It's like, yeah. don't don't reference a better movie, especially <laughs> one with the same name. Like everybody wants Brendan Fraser to come back and do a mummy movie. Well, now he's in Doom Patrol, so that's all that matters. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, you know, <laughs> and, and as even though the ba- the last mummy movie with Brendan Fraser wasn't great, like I'm sure people would love to see him back in that role. I think people just would love they to see good, Brendan Fraser. That's true too. But I mean, a lot of people love those. Those mummy movies still hold up, except for the terrible, absolutely the terrible They're scorpion, the scorpion king animation at the end of two is awful. But and then that was part of the other thing too. They still make scorpion king movies. Yeah, like straight to DVD. DVD. Straight to DVD, yeah. Do they really? Oh, yeah. It's like the Tremors movies. They just Starship, of them. Starship yeah. Troopers There's... does it too, right? Uh, at least yeah. the Tremor ones are supposed to be okay. That Some last... of the Tremor ones are okay. That last one was PG-13, which threw me off. On Netflix, one? yeah, there's a new Tremors movie on Netflix, PG thirteen. The, the water one, right? I don't know. I stop. There's I've... one where they're like on an island and they're water based, and I was like, that's kind of interesting. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but the first Tremors movie was PG-13, right? Was it? I, I don't know. I'm not a Tremors fan. I just always thought it was R-rated because it seemed like it was kind of gory. I, I love the Tremors movies. Oh, the first movie is so good. It's because it's a comedy. It's it's a horror I comedy. I've really seen the first one. I mean, it's got Kevin Bacon in it. Come on. Yeah. And Fred Ward. Fred Ward, yeah. Fred Ward kicks ass in fucking everything he's in. Remo Williams is the shit. Yeah, yeah that's PG-13. Yeah. Oh, okay. I always thought they were R-rated. Never mind. Anyway, this is a video game podcast. We like to nah, talk about video it. games yeah, now. Our, uh, our video game cinematic universe continues. I can't wait for this Sonic the Hedgehog Mortal Kombat crossover. Dude, so it's at, the end, at the end of this podcast, are we going to have Gambus Khan come out of the shadows and go, greetings, programs? It's, it's, <laughs> like a, it's after the credits, Drew. Yeah, after the credits. It's after the credits, he comes out and he's like, guess who's back, bitches? It's like, I want to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative. <laughs> <laughs> I see Gambus Khan with an eye patch, some fucking salt and pepper beard, and just just do it, man. Mm. Yeah, leather, leather trench coat just coming out. Yeah. Got his hair, walks out. hair and a ponytail. <laughs> I've seen Gambus Khan with his hair and a ponytail. It's it's something it's exactly what you'd expect. Yeah. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jason. Uh, all right, let's talk video games. Drew, you wanna kick us off? What are you even playing? Yeah. It's been a long time since I've been on the show, so I have a lot to talk about. Uh, it's, been I don't, a while. it's been a while since I could hold my head up high. Um, so has anybody on this show talked about Monster Hunter Rise yet? Nope. Okay, well then let me talk to you about Monster Hunter Rise, because I've put a good amount of hours into that so far. Uh, my review is up. I think it is... In some aspects, it is better than Monster Hunter World, uh, and in some aspects, I feel like it is just shy of it. Um, the combat in this game is superb. It is the best out of all the Monster Hunters, uh, and that is because of the uh, the wire bug uh, mechanic that they've added, where you can just zip across the freaking map. The maps are way different in this one. Uh, they're very much... Uh, huge open vast areas that um they really want you to ride the the palamute which is a new animal uh companion that you have with you as a dog and you can ride it like a horse um and like a pony. It, yeah like a pony but uh <laughs> it feel like a pony when you sweat but anyway <laughs> I mean, you bring in Richard Simmons. We gotta. God damn, is he still alive? He is still alive, I believe. That dude. I think. I think so. I grew up. That dude was part of my childhood. Him I, and I mean, Slim yeah. Goodbody. There's a there's um, a deep cut right there. Everybody should listen to the Missing Richard Simmons podcast. That is fascinating because he hasn't been seen in the public for oh god a decade now, for at least fifteen years, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Who is he anyway? He's an extra. Oh yeah, I guess to sweating to the oldies, man. Yeah, really flamboyant, um, and he just made like he came out. He wasn't like this big bodybuilder guy telling you to get fit. He was an average-looking guy, but he helped a bunch of people lose weight because his stuff was easy to do. 
Yeah. He's very charismatic, of, very flamboyant. Yeah. So as you say, like his charisma, like everybody like I've never heard anyone speak poorly of Richard Simmons. No, seems so, like a super he, awesome dude. But then he just disappeared. Yeah. yeah he just stopped. Weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Monster Hunter Rise, um the the issues that I do have with this game is is stuff that you won't see for probably twenty hours, which is the end game stuff. The end game stuff is there. Um this game kind of just ends uh as far as the story goes. Um and they've already said that they're going to basically give the real ending in a title update. That's a free title update, but they said it's going to be coming mm-hmm. later. And I'm just like, okay, well. What did you say, John? I was going to say, not like a Zero's Wrath where they put it in DLC. No, no, no. no. Capcom has done so well with Monster Hunter updates and DLCs and stuff like that. Um, they don't charge you anything for most of it. Uh, and if they do charge you something for it, it's like Iceborne, which is like another 50 hours of content. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they do a good job there. Uh, but it is a, lot, a little disappointing just to see like the game just kind of end. Like I was, I was just doing a hunt and I was like, okay, this is kind of like a boss hunt. Gotcha. And I did it. And then I got the credits and I'm like, really? Uh, This is, I didn't know this was the end of the game, which is never the, really the end of the game. They, after that, they go back to town and they're like, Oh, we got a whole bunch of other monsters you can fight, but that's about it for the story so far. Um, which they have tons of mechanics in this game. New new moves for all the, the weapons. The hunting horn, which has been my main for the past like two, three games, is so good in this game. They have they have buffed it to hell and back and it I love it oh. when they buffed the horn. Yeah. That's Stop exactly it. what they did. Stop it. And it's it is so good. Like there is if if you're if you have somebody running a hunting horn in your party then you you win. It's so good. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's still a fantastic game. Uh, I know that there's a lot of bad takes out there because people are pissed off because it's only on the Switch, which it is coming to PC in about a year. Um, but uh, it it is the next Monster Hunter game. That is, this is the sequel to World. It is... It is fantastic. And if anybody out there has played Monster Hunter, they more than likely already own this game and are playing it right now. Anybody who has always wanted to get in Monster Hunter but haven't, this is probably the best one to get into. Monster Hunter World is really good at, at, at helping out the new players figure out stuff. But this one incorporates a couple of things from the old old games. So like... Um, the story mode and the single player, which is doing the, the the stuff in the village quests. Then you have your multiplayer, which is completely separate in the gathering hub, which the gathering hub, that's where you do your in-game content, where you do your high rank stuff, so where you get the, the armor sets that you'll actually keep forever. Um, so it's, it's all separate. So it's basically like doing the story mode is kind of doing the big, long tutorial to let you learn how to work with these monsters and fight properly with them and then you go into the multiplayer which can also be played single player but it's it's more difficult uh, the hunts there are more difficult um and which is how the old games have always been set up but um it is it is a little polarizing coming off of world because world was essentially the game that got anybody into monster hunter and it's a little different in this one but still keeps the great things about world 
along for the ride. So can't suggest that game enough, uh, even to people who have never played a Monster Hunter game before but always wanted to. This is this is a fantastic entry. And, but uh, I adore this game. It's probably in my – it's definitely in my top five games of the year. Um, I, I, we're playing Lost Odyssey for Phoenix Down. Uh, I'm on. I'm finally on disc four. <laughs> what the heck? The, yeah, this is the last disc of the game. Uh, and it, it even still pops up saying, "Please insert disc four. And then a second later, it pops up saying, "Thank you." And then it goes back to the game because I'm playing the downloadable version. That's funny. But uh, yeah, playing that. Uh, that's a long one. But that's a really good one. It is a, it is a good game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I'm reviewing a game uh, that you sent me called Ashwalkers. Is that the name of it? I think Hang on so. A I don't remember. Yeah, Ashwalkers. Uh, a survival journey. Sure. Um. So I uh, I am reviewing that. Uh, that game's already out, so I can talk about it. Um, it is uh, developed by some of the people from Don't Nod. So there was a few people who left Don't Nod to form their own development team. Um, it is kind of a survival game meets a story-driven game. Uh, the The... Overall aesthetic is really cool. It's all in black and white. Uh, the entire game is. Um, and uh, if you your characters get injured, there is red for blood spots and stuff like that. But um, it's a post-apocalyptic world. And you have a party of four people who are traveling this ash land uh, in search for uh, a special place to settle for the rest of the settlements. And it's basically a, it's like a, it's almost like a point and click adventure game, but there, it's just, you're getting asked questions. So, uh, events will pop up where you have to choose what you want to do. Um, and each character has like a different way of like brute force or sneaking around or diplomacy or, you know, using logic. So there's, there's, different ways to handle all these situations and depending on, I don't know if it's a dice roll, if they succeed or if it's scripted or what uh, I've put probably about two hours to it. Um, and I'm still unsure of how this game actually works. I've just been going by what I think was best at the time. So make decisions, you see how they play out uh, and they lower meters. So you have a hunger, you have a tiredness meter Um and depending on what you choose to do, it may lower some of the stats on your characters. And you have to constantly, you'll find things as you're walking around that, you know, wood for building a fire or you find medicine, stuff like that. Uh, so it's, it's, it's not a full on survival game like you would expect from like Don't Starve or something like that, where you, you find things to make things, to make other things. You don't do that. It's more like there's, it's, it's very simplistic. And I feel like it's more of a story-driven kind of experience than it is all about the survival aspect. But uh, it's it's interesting. It's just keeping my interest. Um, so it's not like it's overly boring or anything like that. Um, but we'll see. I want to put a little bit more time into it before I 
start making my final decisions on it. Um, play the MLB The Show. Yeah. On my Xbox Series X. That's fucking weird. That's really weird, especially when it pops up saying Sony Computer Entertainment. Dude, it does the full-on like Marvel Universe Sony thing with the, the, the symbols. Yeah. Like, it's all there, and you're like, but I'm playing it for free on my Xbox. Yep. Mm. That's the that's the biggest thing for me. Well, is that been. this game is free day one if you subscribe to Game Pass on the Xbox. Yeah. It is seventy dollars if you want to play on your PlayStation Five. Seventy dollars? I don't get it, man. That's that. Well, I mean, they... it's a real bad look. Um, but that was MLB's decision. They're like, "Hey, we're going to do this, whether you like it or not." So, I, it's it's great. For, this is this is what we talk about when we say competition is good. Because this this benefits people who have Game Pass like superbly. Oh yeah. Not to mention the game's really fucking good. Like I haven't played a game, uh, a show in like two years, and like I picked this yeah. up, and I'm like, wow, this game is, it's impressive. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks real good. Uh, did the road to the show? I don't like how they handled the road to the show this year. I haven't you, even touched that mode, so. It's just random, unless I miss something somewhere. So it's like you're like the up and comer guy, and they ask you, "Are you hopeful for a team?" And I'm I'm assuming this is, oh, I get to just choose the team I want to play for. Uh, But I was like, no, I like the I like the randomness of it. I like I like playing. So in the previous games, you would play like two or three games based on your performance. You would get drafted by a team. And I liked that aspect of it because it felt like, oh, well, you know, the Braves chose me because I played really good or the, the Orioles chose me because I suck. <laughs> so, it, but it, um, I don't know. It, this one is just random. It's just like, nah, I, I don't care whose team I'm on as well. what I chose. And it just, it showed him looking at his cell phone and he's like, oh, you're getting a phone call. And it's just the emblem of a, of a team. And I'm like, well, that's just, that's crappy. It's just like a random draw. I kind of I got I got drafted to the A's, so I'm playing for Oakland. But that's it's it's good, and the amount of customization in that game is insane. Yeah, it's uh, it's overwhelming. Like somebody who hasn't played it in a couple of years, like that opening menu is like there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a ton here. I mean, it's it's the show, and uh, it's one of the few s- simulation sports games that I actually like to play. It's crazy. Um, the Game Pass effect worked again. So last month, without or sorry, this month without Riders, it became one of the best-selling games on the Xbox Store. And now the show again in Game Pass Day One is one of the top-selling games on Xbox. So Game Pass so doing still, the work. So there. So Game Pass. That's not including the downloads from Game Pass. No, that's monetary. Monetary. Yeah. So like Outriders and now the show have both. Showing up on the top games, uh, money making wise, after a debuting in Game Pass. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe this means we gonna get some mo. <laughs> maybe. I'm down. I want free. Yeah. I want free games as soon as they launch. That's rad. 
So yeah, I did. I did play a little bit of Outriders. I did the opening section of that game. I'm sorry. That's that. That is not a good. That is not a good gauge of that game. That that opening. I sucks. I actually I actually liked it. Well, then you're really gonna like the game. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying like not as far as the gameplay goes. I'm talking like the the whole scramble of like you know you got put frozen again and then you wake up and it's 30 years later and all hell's broke loose and i was like oh this is interesting yeah well then once you actually get into the game it gets it gets pretty good okay um then i i just don't have the time no you don't it's 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 a destiny kind of commitment again yeah and i don't have that kind of time to to commit to that anymore yep. i think i made it to level 15 or something like that and I put quite a few hours in it because I was reviewing it, and that game is that game is a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun playing it. There you go. Trying to imagine if there's anything else. I played a little bit of Overwatch just to get the skins and stuff like that. But no, we'll talk about that game later. I I don't um. I don't know if I care anymore. Hey, maybe you. Hey, maybe you got out. Good for you. I did not get out because when Overwatch Two comes out, I'm going to be back in. Yeah, but that's like a year away, Drew. So you're fine. Uh, yeah. You know, but, take uh, take your break while you can. You know what that game did to people. I know. I think I think that's that's pretty much it. A lot of Monster Hunter. A lot of uh, Lost Odyssey. And then doing some review games. I know I wrote reviews for Persona 5 Strikers. I did a review of Neo 2. Um, what else did I do? I'm blanking. Uh, there was another one. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Angry Video Game Nerd. Angry Video Game Nerd. Yeah, yeah I haven't talked about that. That is, Those are solid games. Those are. I, like I don't know. Those, how to, I like those games. I, I do too. They're they're just hard enough to where you're like, one more time, and I'm going to say fuck this game. <laughs> um, but it's not. But it, but it, you you do get that sense of accomplishment when you beat a level. Yeah. So I I, I will give them that. Uh, the the jump the platforming in that game is solid. Yeah, it's tight. It's very good. Um, and then there's just uh, you can tell that the first game was kind of like the experiment, and then the second game was where they refined it. Because the second game has so much more going on than the first game does. Yeah, you actually get like upgrades and shit. Yeah, and you also like you know the, just the world map and everything like that. You got a world map in this one, and you can tell that they they. They took everything they did in the first game and said, "Okay, let's actually make the real video game now." Well, so. to be fair, you really kind of do have to be a fan to appreciate that game. Yeah, because it's literally just a reference every two steps. Yeah, everything is a reference in that game. Um, and then they they straight up just made a level based on freaking Custer's Revenge. Yeah, and they made a level based off fucking LJN games. That's true. <laughs> Some of that stuff I have no idea how they got away with. Yeah, yeah. Some of that is just way too close. I'm just like, really? I, mean, I guess if, if it's, it's parody, parody then, yeah, it's parody, yeah. so it doesn't matter. 
man, yeah, no, it's a, that's a solid game, and the collection's pretty good. I think it's what fifteen bucks. Yeah, fifteen bucks for that. And granted, you could beat the first game in like an hour and a half. Not a big deal. Oh yeah. The second game is quite a bit longer though. So yeah, the second game's beefier. That's that's where the the main content is. But those are solid games. But like I, like we said, you kind of have to be a fan of the angry video game nerd to yeah. to get everything out of it because it's just reference after reference yeah otherwise you're just like why is he screaming buffalo diarrhea yeah i, I don't get it it's not funny no. and what is this little glitch goblin thing <laughs> the, the, the glitch gremlin the gr- glitch that's right the glitch gremlin there's so many references i mean the final boss of the first game is fred fox come on that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> Fred Fox. Fred Fox. Oh shit. That's uh I think that's it though. Alright. John, you wanna talk about video games? Uh, I could do. I ain't really played a lot to be fair. Played some played some control. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Starting to get the powers all down down now, got some of the guns unlocked. Thing is it's odd that they don't really Kind of push you to unlock the different types of guns. Like they don't push you to you unlock the red... powers either. Like you can finish that game with like what two of the powers. You don't have to find them all. It's... Like some of them are side missions. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, which just... ones, but like you need the float and you need the shield is uh... a is an optional power. Yeah, the shield is optional. Yep, and so is well, the I've dash. Got, got... The dash is optional I've... as well. Well, I've got the shield, I've got the dash, I've just got the X-ray one, which is the where you can um, mind control enemies to fight for you. Um, I need the float one because I've got a relic that I can't get to because the gap's too big, so I need that. Um, but that must be story based. If I yeah, that's it, part so. of it. That's that one. They will lead you to that one because you have to have that one to finish the game. Um. But I'm I'm enjoying it. It's uh, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, what else have I played? Um, I bought Judgment. I haven't played it yet though. Oh man, um, I love Judgment. Judgment is like the perfect game if you've heard people talking about Yakuza, because it's got well, all the quality of life shit. Um, it's got the same kind of um layout of like side missions story missions and combat as the old yakuza games mm. but it's not a story that you need to have any reverence for to play it <laughs> you mean you don't have to have played the first five yeah exactly <laughs> like you don't need to know who kiryu is to play as yagami that's mm. just that's just the way it is i i only pick, i wasn't gonna pick it up to be fair i only picked it up because it's it's cheap it's on the store it's not a full price game um, on I'm the surprised Microsoft you didn't wait for Game Pass, you cheap fuck. Oh, you know, <laughs> I would have done. Um, and so I haven't played that, so that's awesome. <laughs> uh, played some more Blade of Fury. Yeah, that thing just isn't sitting with me. Just it's okay. Um, the story's intriguing and interesting, but the combat's been done better elsewhere. Um, um what's about it really? I yeah, I really played a lot this week. Um, yeah, was it? Can't think of any else. 
All right. Well, I'll move on to Anthony because I'm sure we're going to talk about Nier. Yeah. So uh, before I even get into video games, um, I am a frequent comic book reader, and they've been doing DC's been doing a bunch of like, um, collections of stories, like they're new stories. But so you buy an issue, the issues are actually a bit thicker to the point where they have a spine. Um, there's Batman Black and White. And they're doing now, it started last month, uh, Superman Red and Blue. So there's only three, technically four uh, colors, I guess, in the whole book. It's red, blue, black, white. Basically the Um, colors of their underwear. Right. Yeah, basically. Um, And I'm picking up my first, I'm like, oh, I'll pick that up. I'm like, oh, let me get an issue one. And uh, it's Yoshitaka Amano doing the cover artwork on one of the variant covers. Yeah, so it's it's neat to have like a... Final Fantasy looking as Superman. <laughs> that's that's uh, got to be a weird looking thing. You, you know what? It like immediately I'm like, this is either a mono or somebody clearly trying to be a mono. Um, but yeah, no, it's actually him. So I thought that was cool. Um, so if you read comic books and you uh, like the artwork from the old Final Fantasy games, uh, go look for Superman uh, red and white, red and blue. Um, yeah, so I played more Shadow Man. Oh Lord, it's a good game, but I, I, I clearly, in hindsight, thinking back on that, I've forgotten how much of a fucking maze, and it's just the solution to everything is wander, um, because there's very little direction in this game. It is go and fucking wander. And unlike, because like I was saying to you, Ken, uh, it's you, you mentioned Turok. At least Turok, every problem can be solved by shooting the thing in the face. That is not the, the case with Shadow Man, because it's built in the idea of like a Zelda game where there's puzzles to solve, and you need certain items to solve puzzles. So you can get to somewhere and not have the right item and have to backtrack. And even with the warp, uh, option or quick travel or whatever you want to call it. Um, it that does not make this game any less tedious. Uh, it's still a great game but good lord that is a design that is dead and for good reason. <laughs> um, uh, I've been playing the, the you know Picross and stuff. Uh, I just want to make sure I got the name right. So I did pick up Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. On Switch, and it is just as charming as it sounds. Literally, it begins with you getting a bill for taxes, and your only option is to tear up the bill. And you walk outside, and it's the mayor, and now he's demanding because you didn't pay your taxes to have you like tell Turnip Boy to go and do a bunch of stuff. And it's always got a good sense of humor, but I can't fucking play the game. And it's not because it doesn't run well; it's because. So on the Switch, A is the rightmost button, B is the bottommost button. B is back. So to confirm everything, it's A, but if you hit B, it goes back. And it's like, the way they set up the controls, I'm like, I don't know who you looked at that went, yeah, that's how people play video games. Um... You know, movement's fine, but when it comes to doing actions in the game, it it just doesn't make sense. It's fucking annoying. So I was just like, yeah, I don't have the patience for this right now. Um, Because otherwise, it's a Zelda game. It's a top-down Zelda game. You get a sword. 
Um, you get items. Yeah, like everything is pretty standard and had a good sense of humor, but it's irritating that they would choose that button layout. Um, well, that's, that's normal for Switch, isn't it? That A is confirm? Yeah. That's a Nintendo way. Yes, that is that is Monster Hunters the same way. The Nintendo it, it, way. Give me a second here. Well, <gasps> the Japanese way, because Sony used to do it, but um, that's always a way. There I was something, maybe I, hold on, maybe I have it wrong. I might have it backwards. There was something wrong with the controls, and it's like, it, I didn't notice it at first, but I'm like, something keeps having off, and then it was like, in a dialogue option. Sorry, yep, sorry, B is confirm. A is, that. you're right, I had that backwards in my head. A is back. Ah, uh, okay. So it's like, it, when you start up, it's like, press, press any button. So I press A, and then if you hit A again, it brings you back to the sort of splash screen. And I'm like, I don't... I, I knew there was something wrong there. You're right. Um, yeah, A is back. So B is confirmed. That's what throws me off. See, even... It, it, I fucked it up because it's so uncommon. But yeah, it <laughs> just... Uh, yeah, so I was like, all right, yeah, I don't have patience for this. Um, thinking of anything else. All right, fuck it. Let's talk about Nier. Um, yeah, I'm about two hours in. I haven't gotten that far. I started up today, even though I had it yesterday. Um, I've broken so the I'm... package at least 12 times at this point. Uh, <laughs> you know, I forget a lot about Nier, because it was like the first game I had on PS3. I bought it for $10 brand new. I just bought, I spent like all my paycheck on um, the PS3 itself. This was after the first model, but like right as the Slim released. And yeah, it's <sighs> um, it's a janky ass game, the original. And so it's weird to see it flow as well as it does here. So did they change anything about it? Uh, run smoother. It actually runs. I should just say that. Yeah, it, um, it's it runs like super smooth, especially on Series X because it's got that back compat upgrade, so it's actually running at like 1440p. Uh, it's got HDR. Looks real good. Combat's been refined to oh feel God, more they, like Automata. Yeah, I mean the way he even runs. Yeah, feels like Automata. Um, I, for anyone that has never played the original Nier, um. In that game, the protagonist, seeing as how they're supposed to be nameless, uh, even though we just all call him Nier, um, he moved like a bag of bricks. Um, he didn't feel like he ever moved very fast, and when he rolled, it was such an uncomfortable... God, combat in that game was rough. Like, the only... If that game had no charm, that game would not be talked about fondly. At all. But it was weird, and took risks and nobody showed up, and I'm surprised it ever got a sequel. But I also surprised Drakengard got a sequel, so... It's in the same universe, right? It's in the same universe as the fifth ending, I think, of Drakengard, right? Yeah, the first first Drakengard game is the (laughs) only one that's attached to Nier. Two is based off of a different ending. I think three is a prequel for Drakengard. But yeah, so... This game flow like moves a lot better. I like I was saying before the podcast started though to Ken, um, the tone is very different with it being a brother and sister, and not a father and daughter. 
So yeah, so this is based on near replicant. This yeah. is it's called replicant one gotcha. two two whatever the fuck. So the original near released in two different forms, replicant and what was the other one? Gestalt. Gestalt. And yeah, uh, it was either brother and sister or father and daughter. And yes. we are and when it came over to America, the only version, well, Western audiences, I guess, the only version that was localized was Gestalt. Yes, so father and father daughter. Father Near was just... Father Near. Father, yes, Father Near was just <laughs> the only... Papa Near, yeah. So, um, it's a little bit jarring, but not so much in the acting department, because I like Ray Chase. I, I like They brought back everybody other than the near voice actor, because obviously this is a much younger one. Um, and Ray Chase, for anyone that doesn't know, played Eve in the uh, in Near Automata, uh, Noctis in Final Fantasy 15, and he's a bunch of other characters, but those are the two I know him mainly from. Um, he does a good job. It's just, it's clearly, th- there's more than just, oh, we've switched the relationship the tone of every how everybody addresses you also is different. So it's a little weird for me to get used to, but God, the world looks beautiful. Um, and yeah, combat, I mean, that first game is brutal. Um, and people have said like, oh, wow, the reviewers really let us down. I saw that fucking tweet, that shit take um, that someone had because the original Nier had a reviewer score that was a 6.5, 6.3, something like that. And I have to remind everyone, that original game runs like garbage. It especially the PS3 version. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, the, the thing that sold it was that it did all these weird things. And one, I, I do want to give the reviewers some credit. At this point in time, RPGs were not really back in. 2010? Like, we're in that rough period where it's still... JRPGs and action RPGs aren't really there yet. Um, but more so, this game looked like trash, too. For the time it came out, it looked like a PS2 game. So, what, would have been four years into the PlayStation 3's life, and it looks like an old So, I'm not upset with that. This game needed the remake. There's a reason why this remake is getting good reviews, and why the original didn't. Yeah, uh, I just found that very odd that um, people are kind of going back and looking at reviews from the time and saying, oh, look how they did us wrong. They did Nier wrong. No, Nier deserves that criticism. I, I love the game. I love the story. But as a game, it kind of sucked. Like, I like Deadly Premonition, but I'm not going to tell you it's a 10 out of 10. I wouldn't even go so far as to give it a 7 most days. Like, there's a lot wrong with that game. And it's okay for games to not be great. Uh, it, it, overall, they, they can still have a part that it makes it worth playing. Uh, I just find that super odd. And I realized after the conversation last week um, that we were having about like buying games when they come out. How would you? Ta- why would you take a chance on Nier? Like it had nothing visually interesting about it. It had nothing um, on the box art that seemed like it was going to pull you in. It was ugly. Like. I'm surprised people showed up at all, but they did over word of mouth over time. And I'm surprised to this day that we saw a sequel, let alone a remake and as many books that are being translated of all the extra content. And 
uh, American releases of the soundtrack and such. Like that's a surprise. That's not the commonplace though. Most of the time, like if it fails the first time it comes out, it doesn't get a second chance. So I do, yeah. I, I do want to say though that playing this game even today with all the the, the kind of you know improvements that they've made. This is still a game from 2010, and you need to realize that playing it, there's going to be a lot of go here, get thing, take thing to to person, go back to where you got thing, get another thing. It's it's very yeah. back and forth, a lot of running that could have been. Yeah, you're going clear across the map too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and the and the dungeons are very kind of boring. I, I recall that, like, having one of the mechanical areas, and it's like, yeah, it's it's not going to be spectacular. There's things they can't change without fundamentally changing the whole game. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then, and then is, it, is it a remake? The fact that, like, running feels a lot smoother and you're not fighting against a frame rate already feels so much better than... I mean, near on the. I didn't play the 360 version, so I'm assuming the 360 version probably ran better. It's a little bit better, but it's still kind of trash. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I I mean, I'm just glad it this this exists at this point. Like, I know that sounds like so such a weird thing because it doesn't sound like a compliment. I haven't played enough. Um, but I just like hearing the music again. I was like brought right back to like my first PS3 experience. Like, Oh my God, like this is exactly how I remember it. And I think that's high praise. You know, when you go to a video game remake and you play it and you go, this is how I remember. That's always better than what it probably was. But I also know near is awful. Like in, I just remember frame rate being super low. Um, so it's just yeah i'm like really happy i'm gonna play more of it i'll probably have a more in-depth thought on it next week uh you can expand on that ken we can just roll right into you yeah before you before you jump into it i do want to mention a couple of things one of the things that that intrigued so i had never heard of near until we did it for phoenix down which was i think like the fourth or fifth game we ever did for phoenix down and it was one of those things of like we want to play an, a unique game, a, a or we said weird was what we originally said. What's, what's a weird ass game? And, that, and and Matt looked it up, and he was like, it's "Apparently, this near game is." So we looked it up, and we, I bought it and played it. And there's two takeaways from this: the game is not amazing as far as the gameplay goes by any means. What that game does is it intrigues the player by making you ask questions. What the hell is actually going on here? When does this take place? That kind of thing. And there's two takeaways that I got from that. One, Nier has, I'm going to go ahead and say it, Nier has the best soundtrack I've ever heard in a video game. It's really fucking good. I didn't, I didn't want to go that far, but I agree. I, I I I can't think of another, I mean, I, there's tons of great video game soundtracks out there. But Nier is one of the few that I would own. Like I would go out and purchase, like on vinyl. I have it on CD. I, I mean, I also have Automatas on CD. Automatas is, is good, good too, well. but this one but is it's just, not. Not. Yeah. I mean, they they recycle a lot of music um, from Nier in Automata for a reason. Like they remix it, I should say, not yeah. reuse it. But 
Um, I agree. They've everybody brings it up, so I'm not like adding new knowledge. But the fact that a lot of the music is sung in the language they built for the game. Yes, there's the, a, a person invented a freaking language for the soundtrack. It's That's really insane. good too. It's really good. Like that overworld theme, like you you get it in your head. And Radiant just, winds. Yeah, it's just no. it's so good. So and and the fact that they've released an acapella uh soundtrack. There's like a straight up just a complete album of just acapella mirror music. Um good shit. It's so good, uh, but the other the other big takeaway, and I, I do we do we talk about the ending to this game? I don't no. want to talk about that. No, I don't no. because there's no. a lot of people that have never played it that are going to play it now. So okay, so they're, 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 the choice, the final, final, final choice of that game is what like I was like, this is amazing. Like the thing that they do, and I don't know if they'll do it in this remake. I bet you they do. You think I, they'll do it? Oh my god, yeah. Oh, yeah they I can, gotta do it. I can tell you I can tell you after the show is done why I can almost guarantee it's it's the same. Okay. But there's it there's something I've never seen a video game do before in my entire life that happens in Mirror, and it happens the final, final thing you ever do in that game, which means you had to beat that game four different times. There's references to it in Automata too, which is cool. Yeah, yeah the Automata ending has a take on that sort of as well um you know i i can i can actually tell you where i found out about near and that was zero punctuation because he was the only person that talked about it where he went yeah so this game just turns into a text adventure at one point yeah okay and i was like this sounds absolutely bonkers i want to see it and then it turns into a side-scrolling platformer at times and you're like what the fuck is going on it turns into a shoot 'em up Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The the bullet hell. Bullet hell. There's a lot of bullet hell reference in this game. There, the, the the entire there is an entire dungeon in that game that is just a text adventure. Yeah. Game is weird, man. Yokotar is a weird dude, and and it can't not be said. He's also extremely horny. This is I, true. Isn't I mean, he the one that said like when they announced Automata, he was like. Please send me all your porn images. <laughs> yeah, because they asked him about it. They're like, "Do you think you're objectifying?" He was like, "I just like to look at women and skimpy clothes." <laughs> then he, then he, then yeah. I just remember so, uh, like him asking. Um, I thought I was him. Pretty sure it was him. Of like being like, "Yeah, just send me, send me what you got." I mean, the, <laughs> the main character. Like, Thank you. The main character says what everybody is thinking in the first um, encounter with Kanye. Where he he's talking to Grimoire Weiss and he's like, "Why is the girl in her underwear?" <laughs> Grimoire Weiss is such an underrated character. Oh, he's a he great is. character. You, you like, know who that is, right? This voice. No. He sounds like That's, Pierce Brosnan being a dick. Is who he sounds he, like. He, he is the guy that plays War in the Dark Sider series. That dude's ah! voice is epic as fuck. Yes, it is. He is, he is so good. Isn't he also Gil? In Street Fighter Five, I have no idea. His voice sounds extremely the same, and his voice is very, very, very easy to pick out. He calls her a hussy. Like that dude's voice, yeah, like, commands attention. Gil. Yeah, 
And he he's uh he's also Asura and Asura's wrath. I mean that makes sense. And that makes so much sense when he's screaming. Uh and he's he's Gollum in uh Shadow of Mordor. Gotcha. He's okay. got fucking range. Holy yeah, he does. You know who's got fucking range? Is we mentioned it Final Fantasy. Uh Final Fantasy fifteen, the guy that plays freaking uh Gladios. Yeah. So that, the deep voice that guy has, he also plays Junkrat. That's pretty good. That's pretty good range. That's crazy. <laughs> and he looks nothing like I would have expected him to. No. No. The guy that plays Reinhardt always throws me off. You ever seen him? He's an older white. He dude. looks like Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> and, his, and his voice is that deep ass German giant monster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that Darren DePaul. Yeah. Yeah. Darren DePaul. Um, isn't he Gladio? No. No, Gladio was the guy that plays Junkrat. Yeah, different guy. And Junkrat's voice is way different than... Jack, Junkrat's voice is high-pitched and very Australian. Yeah. He's got a lot of, like, uh, like, like hard R roles, like, you know, like that kind of stuff, and it's just, it's real good. Also, Darren DePaul was, uh... Um, oh, Darren DePaul's Arden, right, in Final Fantasy Fifteen. Um... And where did I see it? Uh, he was J. Jonas Jameson in Spider-Man. I mean, how do oh. these guys not get the like the love that fucking like Troy Baker and because the, the the dude that plays War has been one of my favorite voices. Um, another voice that I really love that I have no idea who it is is in Symph- or, um, Lords of Shadow. The um, what I don't know how to describe him, but you'll know who I'm talking about. The like the Buffalo dude. That you run into, like, maybe halfway through the game. Oh, my God. I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. Buffalo when you say dude. buffalo dude, do you mean... Like, he's got the robes, or? and he's got horns on his head, and... Oh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, it's been a long time since i played Lords of Shadow. I mean, fucking... The main character's voice is excellent in that game. The voice acting in Lords of Shadow is superb. Yeah, it is. But that Patrick guy, Stewart, dude. yeah, Patrick Stewart, yeah. Uh, but the the dude yeah. that I'm thinking of, like his voice has always stuck with me, and I remember it so well, but I cannot remember the character's name. One of my favorite voice voice characters ever was in uh, Dark Siders. Um, the guy who is the uh, vendor wasn't that Hamill. Uh, that no, that's not Hamill. That's um um. Uh, oh, Hamill was Volcrum. Oh, Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar is. Volgrim is the Volgrim is yeah. Volgrim um, is Hamill is Watcher, the Watcher. Oh, that's right, the Watcher. You're right. You're right. But uh, if you're just standing in the the menu section, looking at like his words, he'll just comment every once in a while. Yeah, his voice is really good. He's like, oh, you like that one right there? <laughs> man, so voice, good. Voice actors in some games, man, they just put the shame in other games. Are you talking Pan, by the way? Yes, Pan. Pan. Yes. Oh, right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. His voice is incredible. Yeah, and he's not in a lot. He was in, like, he does some more uh, live action stuff. That seems to be his, like, kind of only voice acting role, it seems. Uh, Hmm. I don't know. I I love games with excellent voice acting. They always stick with me. Nier has some great voice acting. Yep. Yeah. Nier... The original, this has, I, I like, it's clear that they've redone the voice at work in this. Like, they didn't just take the original audio. And I think they may have even re- redone the music. So, 
if you if you boot up the game, does the first thing that no. said is is Vice no. you dumbass? No, <laughs> no, that is you have to leave it on the title screen for that. Every time I boot up that game for Phoenix Down, I, I just hear Vice you dumbass, and I'm like Jesus. Every time I boot this game up, <laughs> yeah, Yokotaro is a dude, man. He's a weird dude. Uh, he likes to wear that that helmet. He's always got it on. Of a meal. Yeah, which is in... Near, yeah. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't wear something from Drakengard, because that's kind of not a great game. You want to talk about a game that needs a remake? It's fucking Drakengard. Uh, Have you ever seen the frame rate in those games? Oh my god. I own all three. Like, they didn't get better. I don't think it has anything to do with the second game in writing. But, like, the, the third game on PS3 also does not run well. No. And it's a later PS3 game. So, again, you go, how, how is this so bad? Yeah. Those games are like trash. He, there's a reason why he's not, he's the only only the creative director on this remake and not the director. I can tell you, I can tell you something else because you're, you're about to get a game, Anthony. Load up Hyper Dimension Neptunia. Oh. That's a PS3 game that looks like an early PS2 game, and look at the frame rate and say, "How is this possible?" <laughs> I mean, it's so All funny. Right. It's so funny, like the difference between people talking about like frame rate and stuff, and like when we talk about these games, how bad they are, and it's just like, man, have you seen a Switch game lately trying to run? That's one thing I have to. The Monster Hunter Rise, Monster Hunter Rise runs perfectly. That's because Capcom you know, is fucking. They take the time to actually do it right. They they do do it right, but man, playing that game on my TV in 1080p, I'm just like, well, yeah, yeah. it's because you're running it on the Switch, and Capcom opted for frame rate over resolution, and that's why it yeah. runs good and it looks like shit. And that's probably the best idea because it's Monster Hunter. <laughs> I have one more thing to add. I forgot to mention. So I've I've all I've had had time on my PC for one, one three platform to take on the go and. Yeah, that that switch port of Hat and Time is uh, not how that game probably wants to be portrayed. It's fine, but it's not great. I mean, after seeing everything that's been happening lately with stuff getting, you know, 120 frames a second patches and stuff running at buttery smooth 60 frames a second, I I can't play Switch games at sub 30. Man, it's it's, it's bad. not even it's not even frame rate. It's like. It's like the game just doesn't look very like good at all, and I'm not saying it's it might be frame rate. I uh, de- definitely texture resolution and all that stuff is down, but like I feel like the the actual geometry is worse too. I don't know. It, it, I mean, it I wouldn't shock like me because they'd have to take out pieces to make it even run decently. Yeah, yeah, it does not. It it's fine. It that. If that's the only way to play it, okay. But like I was playing, but that's it the I'm problem going, yeah, nowadays. Is, is there's never that's the only way to play it, unless you're talking about like a Nintendo first party game. That is not the it's only more way of to a, play it. Like, if that's the only way you have to play it, I'm not going to say yeah. So you should play this game. Also, maybe go and buy a console to play it. That isn't the Switch. Oh no, if that's no. all you have and all you have, all you have, and you want to play the game. It'll be fine. It yeah. just gets so much better from there. I had in time has had got some pretty very big open areas too. And it just got a patch for PS5 and Series X to run and it, at sixty and, and it doesn't it doesn't run poorly in those areas. It's just something's off about it. And like I 
I can't put my finger on it directly, but it's just, I'm like, this is not how this game, like, clearly this was an afterthought. Like, people demanded it, so they did it. Not, oh, we can get this to run really well. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why a lot of developers put it on Switch first, because they know it's where it's going to sell, but I think then they bring it to PC or PlayStation or Xbox, and they're like, oh, my, my game can run so much better. Yeah. Oh boy! All right, well I'll run through some stuff real quick. Um, the game I talked about last week that um, I, I couldn't talk about because it wasn't out yet. Uh, and boy, this is a name for a game. It's part of the Toho series. It's called Antinomy of Common Flowers. What the hell is that? It is a two v two fighting game uh, in the Toho universe. Uh, it's a tag-based fighting game, so it's actually pretty good. Two D, three D, two D. Okay. Uh, and it incorporates, you know, standard button combo stuff, but also bullet hell kind of shooting from the different characters. What I like about this game is that it's it's incorporating something that was made really popular with stuff like um, uh, Power Rangers, and what is that other game with Shovel Knight in it? The fighting game. I can't remember the name. Blade the, Strangers. Uh, Blade Strangers. Strangers, yeah, where you don't necessarily do button combos. You press a direction plus a button to do different moves. And that's essentially Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um, what is interesting about this game is it is the characters are always in flight. So pressing down to duck doesn't duck. It like flies lower, but it's like um, it's like it's on a pivot. So when you press it, you go down, but you automatically come back up, kind of like a bounce. Uh, almost like a reverse jump, um, but it's actually it's it plays really well. It's it's very simplified. Uh, it does have kind of a lack of modes. It's got a story mode which makes you go through each pairing individually uh, before you can unlock new ones. So it's not like you can pick. Uh, it's got a versus mode and an online where there is absolutely nobody playing. What are you playing this on? Uh, PlayStation 5 through back compat, it's PS4. It's out on Switch, PS4, and I think PC? No, just PS4 and Switch. Okay. So, um, so, so give me an example of some Toho characters. I don't know them, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, the, most of the games in the Toho series are like bullet hell kind of games. I never paid attention to the characters in a bullet hell game, except the one where you play as the dolphin. Yeah, these are like, they're all girls. Gotcha. Uh, But they're not like, they're not like gross. They're not 14-year-old girls that are actually 2,000 years old and only wear, you know, I don't I don't know how old they are, but they're not like showing off their stuff. Let me put it that way. They're they're just like little, like, mages and stuff like that. Like gotcha. it's, it's not gross. <laughs> it's antinomy of common flowers. Antinomy right? of common flowers. Yes. Okay, so it's on PlayStation Four, Switch, and Windows. Apparently, huh? This press release doesn't even mention Windows. That's interesting. Well, the the so the Toho Toho stuff is all really weird because fucking it, it's all like based off of a free to play game thing. <gasps> yeah, it released in 2017 on Windows. Gotcha. And then has been ported to consoles um, this year, even though they were announced in 2019. Wow. Apparently there's 19 characters, including, and uh, Drew, here's some, here's some names for you, including series heroine Reimu Hakure. 
So there you oh, go. yes. There you go. I, I knew you would know that. Raymu. Right, right. Yeah, Raymu. You're, you're uh, from, from, that, from that one game, Raymu versus the Demon Warriors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I also hey. was playing some Street Fighter. That's why I mentioned Gil, because I was playing some Street Fighter Five. I was about to say, yeah, you're up on your Street Fighter lore here. Because uh, Rose dropped this week. That's right. She's still as awesome as she ever was. Mm. I still wish that game was better. So what's what's so bad about that game now, Ken? I don't think there's anything. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think there's anything necessarily bad about it, other than the fact that it's just got a stigma of it took five years to get where it is. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. I'm sure Street Fighter Five right now is a totally fine game, but I will never go back to it because the first seven to eight months of that game's launch was god awful. I will tell you one thing I hate about going into Street Fighter to check it out at all. Um, it has the two-way update system, so like even if your PlayStation downloads the patch, when you boot up the game, the game itself may also have to patch uh, through its um, through its native app, uh-huh. which means you can only play like versus or practice while it's sitting there downloading, and then it will reboot the game again and then patch it, and then you can play. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't understand that system, but it feels like every time I get, like every time a new character drops, I'm like, all right, let's go check out this new character. I have to wait for the native app to, even if I've downloaded the patch in the background, I still have to go through the process of patching it within the app. And that's kind of. Is she she the first of a new pack? No, that was Dan. Dan was the first. Hmm. So it's Dan, Rose, and then the next character is coming. I'm I'm really excited for the next character. It's uh, Akira. From um, what is that? What's that company called? The Fighting Ex Layer people. Oh, okay. Uh, or wait, no, it's, she, she was Rival Schools, right? Yeah, she's Akira? Rival Schools. Yeah, Rival Schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They didn't do Batsu. No, they did Akira. Okay. She rides in on a motorcycle. Everybody's like, like people listening is like, what the fuck is Rival Schools? It was a fighting game produced by Capcom back in the nineties. <laughs> Um, so yeah, going in, checking out Rose. I, I was always a fan of Rose when she was introduced to Street Fighter Alpha. thought she was an interesting character. She's still an interesting character. Um, She's a big keep away character. Yes. Yes, she is. So that was my excuse to boot up Street Fighter five. Um, and then I hopped over. I, we talked about judgment. That's a good game. If you haven't played it, you should play it. Talked about near. That's a good game. Talked about the show. That's a good. There's a lot of good games lately. Uh, the final DLC for Immortals: Phoenix Rising is out. Yeah, that's a top-down Diablo style. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Like I forgot this was happening because the only one I was focused on was the the you know the Eastern one. Um, the Chinese lore. One. Yeah, which was cool, but I felt like they really didn't like differentiate his powers. From like the powers from the main game, so it was kind of meh. Are these DLCs you have to beat the game before you play it? So the the first and the third ones, yes, because they involve post game content. Gotcha. Um, the the eastern one, no, that's a separate story. So this one, you don't have to beat the main game, but it's going to spoil the main game. So I don't want to talk too much about the premise, uh, but you are correct; it is a top down Diablo style game. Um, it still uses the same controls, which takes a little getting used to. Uh, from a top-down perspective, I was expecting like tap the face buttons to attack, uh, but you do not. You still tap the 
the right bumper and right trigger to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pick up stuff. You um, you get powers as you go along. You're basically being aided by the gods as you play. Like they're that, that's kind of the joke is that it's a top down because they're watching you go they're through. They're watching you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how that works out. But it plays really pretty good. And cool. I and I like the new character that they introduced for this DLC. Like this has been minus that first one, which was just trial bullshit, which has become a plague of DLC for big games. Yeah. Uh the two other DLCs in this season pass have been really good. I may pick up the the the, the last two then because I, the first one I don't give a crap about the trials. I mean, truth be told, though, on that? it's probably going to be cheaper just by the season pass as both of those two separate. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that first, like as much as I love that game, I only played about an hour of that first trial DLC and I was like, I don't want to play this. Yeah, Yeah, stop doing that, companies. Yeah. It wasn't cool when Bioshock Infinite did it way back at the beginning of this DLC shit. No, hey, let's let's not forget that uh, Borderlands was the first one to do it. Oh yeah, that Borderlands DLC was so fucking boring. Mad Moxies, whatever. Yeah, the the arena shit. It was horrible. Yeah, that is not how we want DLC. We want to continue or expand upon what we were enjoying, you know, for the last 20, 30 hours. Oh, but anyway. Um, did I play anything else before I run through these indies? Nope. Okay. Uh, I played The Hitchhiker, a mystery game. That is a weird game. Does it have Rutger Hauer in it? No, it does not have Rutger Hauer in it. It has some, like, redneck dude eating raisins. Um, okay. Literally, the game just starts with you in the car with them having a conversation, and you can just pick choices. And Apparently, it gets real weird if you keep playing. Um, but after, like, ten minutes, I was just kind of bored. So I'm just answering okay. questions and, like, poking this bobblehead on the dashboard and rolling the window down. I don't know. <laughs> That, Were you the hitchhiker? Or? I, I am the hitchhiker. Like, it's in first gotcha. person, and you can just kind of look around the car. Do you have the option to pull out a knife and stick the man up? Not yet, but if that was <laughs> if that was the case, then I might have kept playing. Yeah. Uh, there was a game called Ant Venter. I'd like to tell you what kind of game this is, but it crashed on me six times in a row, so I just gave up and deleted it. Oh. Maybe you had to invent the game. I it's might a, have. It's a point-and-click adventure, but it's kind of weird that it just crashed yeah I, I would boot it up and it was like this game had a problem i'm like okay so i shut it down boot it up again and it asked for me to sign into my account i'm like okay and then it crashed again and then like it just did that like six times i'm like all right i'm done uh dead dust is a western themed top-down game where you pick a character and you just gotta try to survive as long as you can there's three different characters once they die they're dead so you gotta pick a second character i killed all three of those characters and deleted it it was not very fun Okay. Um, Dungeons and Gravestone. You're this little knight, and you basically move like a chessboard, um, attacking things. It was not fun either. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I had problems this week with these games. I booted up a game called Moon Raider, which looked a lot like a 2D side-scrolling like Mega Man style game, sure. but it, it had no fucking sound. Like the sound didn't work. Maybe it's because you're on the moon and you can't hear anything. It may be. But like I was shooting my gun, I was jumping, like it, uh, there's no music, like there was no sound. So I'm like, well maybe maybe I'll come back to this game at a later date. 
Uh, and then the game I want to talk about, this game is rad. You should go check this game out. It's called Battle Axe. It is a top-down, pixelated, like, beat-em-up kind of game. You can pick between three different characters you can actually play, multiplayer, locally. Um, reminds me of some old, like, fucking Golden Axe-type shit. Sounds like Gauntlet, almost. Yeah, it is kind of... Okay, so it definitely takes inspiration from Gauntlet, because when my health got low, it would tell me, like, Dark Elf needs food. Like, mm. it, it actually said that. Um, okay. but it's very animated, uh, very 16 bit era kind of beat em up game. And I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's also hard. Like I got to the boss of the first level and he kicked my ass. It sounds like gauntlet. Yeah. Um, but no, that game is rad. I think you should check it out. Uh, and I downloaded a couple of the EA 120 FPS games. I downloaded Titanfall two. That game is still rad. I saw somebody boost that up this week, and they're like, wow, this game looks like trash. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, that game looks amazing still. And playing it at 120 frames a second, oh my god. I really believe that 120 frames a second is only viable for fighting games and shooting games. Sure. I don't think it matters. Like, I played New Super Lucky's Tale at 120 frames a second, I'm like, Okay. What's the big deal? And then I played Overwatch at 120 frames a second. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is game changing. It also matters if you have a 120 hertz television. Well, of course it does. You wouldn't be playing in 120 hertz if you didn't have one. Well, I don't have one, so well, then you don't need to worry about it. But what I'm saying is, is when you do get one, only shooters and fighting games, you will notice a difference. <laughs> gotcha. So I played Battlefront 2 as well, and wow. Wow. I, I gotta tell you, man, a shooter at 120 frames a second, that's like a different that's like a different ball game. Dude, the freaking division two at sixty frames per second was insane. Yeah, like imagine that again. Imagine getting that much of an upgrade again. Hmm. Like your precision is so good at 120 frames a second. Like I I'll, I'll just give you an example that you will understand, Drew. Um Soldier 76's recoil in, like, his new one, where it, like, just kind of goes up. Sure. Like, it stays in a straight line. At 120 frames a second, I can keep that on a specific dot. Like, as you fire. Like, it's just the response time that you're getting from the controller to the screen makes your aim so much cleaner. Like, it's just, it's insane. Like, how much more... Resp- like, imagine twice as responsive as what you're used to. All right. And that's just how fast it is. Like, it's it made me a better player. And, like, when I'm playing, when I'm online playing, I'm like, I know that I may not be as good as most of these people playing, but this makes me a shit ton better than the people that I am as good as. Just because I have a technical advantage of having an extra 60 frames. <laughs> So, I, like, I sit there and I think about it, I'm like, how is this fair? It's not. You know, like, uh, basically somebody who is the same skill level as me will lose to me because I have a faster refresh. So, yeah. I don't know, man. All I know is, is once you, once you play, here's the problem. It's kind of like how we tell you not to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey until you played Assassin's Creed Origins. Right. Don't. Don't play 120 frames a second until you plan on not playing 60 frames a second of that game 
again. Sure. Because if I tried to go back to 60 frames per second Overwatch, I would feel... Like, I've done it. I've turned it off and went into the training room, and I was like, I can't hit anything. I can't hit the, the dummies. Except me getting used to playing Quake 3 Arena on a 56K modem, and then whenever I switched over to a, <laughs> a DSL modem, I was like, I can't aim properly anymore. Yeah, like, my aim is too fast. What's going on? Yeah. It's crazy, man. Technology is crazy. Anyway, that's that's. I think that's it. I know a lot of people were out there playing Returnal this week, but um, we're not cool if we weren't playing Returnal this week. No. Sorry. But anyway, let's talk about what you can play this week. Uh, Systematically Muffed. (laughs) Okay. Um, That's coming. This is uh, Series X and PS5 games. Uh, R-Type Final 2. I am excited to play this. Yeah, it's a new game. Okay. Yeah. It's coming to everything too. Like their Kickstarter stretch goals got it on everything. So uh Genshin Impact is getting its PS5 version this week. Uh as Xbox is Xbox version at all at any point? No, no, that's not how it's no. a Chinese company, it's not happening. Um. Uh Terminator Resistance, the enhanced edition for PS5. Is out this week? Um, that's meant to be quite a good game, apparently. It is. We've talked about oh, it on the yeah, show. Okay. It's good. Yeah. Uh, it's real shitty that they're only doing that for PS5, though, because uh, I bought the Xbox version, so I don't... Get... I'll get to it. No, they said they're not doing it. Oh, okay, maybe they won't then. Yeah, I, I yelled at them on Twitter. I was like, y'all suck. <laughs> Did you seriously say that? Yeah, I was like, why are we not getting an Xbox version? They're like, ooh. I can't see that. I, I I don't understand it in this current situation where the Xbox Series S and X have sold incredibly well. It's not as if they're lagging behind like last generation. It's not as if there's no reason to do it. You know what I mean? I, I have no idea why they would only do the PS5 version. Makes no sense that, to me. I mean, if you take a look at Oreo and every post that Xbox. Uh... Is uh, available the the amount of comments you're saying? I don't want this shit. What's funny is it sells out in 52 seconds. So apparently somebody does. So shut the fuck. Well, PlayStation sells out in 30 seconds. So. Oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, that's clearly a bad console. Then. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So the other game that's out this week is Returnal. It's out on Friday. I think a lot of people are going to buy this game. I think a lot of people are going to be pissed. <laughs> Why do you say that? I think it's a quality. It's don't get me wrong. Game? Yeah, the new Housemark game. It's a qual. I'm, I'm sure not- it's a quality video game. I have no doubts about that. But this is not a normal first party Sony single player narrative driven game. Yeah, this is this is essentially a roguelike. Um, well, uh, it, it's essentially uh, the equivalent of the medium. <laughs> no, no. Because the medium is oh, here's here's your big top quality Series X game exclusive, and you play it, and you're like, mm, okay. Well, first off, the big difference there would be, Drew, is I didn't have to pay to play the medium. Uh, Very Return- true. Returnal is $70, and it's a roguelike. Oh, man, that's just... Oh, you never going to play that, then. <laughs> that is a nice stab in the chest right there. You're going to have to get used to that, because every first-party Sony game is $70 this generation. I, I, man... Yeah. Enjoy, fanboys. That's all I can tell you. Holy crap. Yeah. So it I, is pretty bad that these 
they've all jumped on this pricing thing now. Will Thanks, Xbox follow suit though? I don't think well, Xbox has to care it. because it's on Game Pass. That's true, but I mean, you know, if you if you, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who don't have Game Pass, and I'm gonna be real know. honest with you, Drew. I, Microsoft got to release a first party game first before I know how much it's gonna cost. This is this is also true. <laughs> this is also true. I bet I'm you. Guessing, when is the next first party game from Microsoft coming? Halo. Is it Halo? Uh, that's the only one I know of. That's not coming until next year. No, it's this yeah. year. But is like, it this year? Yeah, that's the only one I know of because like they haven't announced any other games coming out this year. I mean, uh, there are there are exclusive games at some point. I mean, Forts is coming, yes, but it's not been announced. No, no, it hasn't. No. So, well, I mean, Forza Motorsport has, but that ain't out this year. Forza Horizon 5 is the one that everybody thinks is coming out this year, but that hasn't been announced. Oh, I don't think it'll be this year. I think it'll be... I think Forza 7's going to be first. Dude, it's not 7. Or whatever it's going to be. It's just called Forza Motorsport, and it's not out this year. That, I, think that's, I think that's next. Uh, I bet you they stealth drop Horizon 5 this fall. Nah. Because we know Fable's not coming out, Everwild's not coming out, Perfect Dark's not coming out. Like, Halo is the only game that I know of that's coming out this year. For sure. Yeah. And that could get delayed. I looked up Returnal, because I clearly didn't know what it was. I expected something far more arcade-y from Housemark. I'm glad that they aren't just sticking to their guns. But I kind of think that's what it is, though. Well, no, it's a roguelike, which is different than. But apparently, it plays like a shooter. Oh well, then. Like it's got like the bullet hell kind of stuff in it. Yeah, I don't know. It was just one of those. I I definitely thought that was going to be far more arcadey than it looks. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I've heard because people are playing it. Like Sony sent out codes last week, and people are playing it. And the the what I've got is that it's a very well made game. That is very, very, very hard. Of course. I mean, that's kind of their staple too, right? That's the arcade aspect as well. But it's so. also, like, the. I mean, the, they didn't hide it. It's right there in the name. Returnal is a combination of return and eternal, which means you're just playing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. So it's right up your alley is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not paying $70 for a game I'm going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way in hell that I, I I don't begrudge anybody who's enjoying that, but I think the problem is is that this is the first big first party game that Sony's been pushing since the system launched, and people are going to buy it because let's be fair, while Sony had a couple games that launched, they ain't had shit since. Yeah. So people are like, I need a new PS5 game. This is it, and I think people are going to not be real thrilled about no, what Sony, it is. They'll love it. Well, the fanboys will say they love it, just like they said they love Destruction All-Stars, which has five-player count online right now. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) By the way, Destruction All-Stars is $70. I just want you to know that. So is Godfall. Oh, God. Godfall. Yeah, that's exclusive, but but it's still Gearbox. Well, it's exclu- yeah, it's it's, it's only a window though. I think it was a six month window, so it's yeah, well. it's coming to Xbox and nobody, yeah, nobody's Game gonna Pops. play it there either. That should be in Game, Game Pass because that <laughs> yeah. yeah, if that's not in Game Pass, don't expect anybody to be playing that on it's, Xbox. It's, it's um, uh, oh, I can't even remember the name of it. 
Oh, fuck it. I was going to make a joke. It's Battleborn. Battleborn. Yeah. Battleborn, yeah. Except that you can probably play it in 10 years, whereas you can't play Battleborn. I don't know. Except that Battleborn is actually pretty good. Yeah, Battleborn was all right. All right. uh, PS4 and Xbox uh, One, we've got Terra Trilogy, Secret Neighbor, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Uh, R-Type Final 2 is also coming to Xbox and PlayStation 4. uh, Before I Forget and Protocol. Those are all the games coming to those. Oh, that's actually the name of the game, Before I Forget. <laughs> yeah, it's called Before I Forget. I thought you were like, oh, Before I Forget. Nope. nope. That, so it, I, I just, that sounds like Tell Me Why or something like that. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a wild guess and say it deals with dementia. Let's take a look. I mean. Me- oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, there it is. A game about dementia. Hmm. Okay. All right, the Switch doesn't have as many releases as it normally does, but it does have Whoa. more than everybody else. We've got... Tr- I feel very disappointed. We've got Chess Ultra, Death End Request, Pure Pool, Crime Opera The Butterfly Effect, Grisaya Phantom Trigger Volume 1 to 5. Oh my god. Uh, Taiwan Monster Fruit... And Taiwan Monster Fruit Prologue. Okay. Monster Fruit, okay. Yeah. Uh, Battle Axe, which I talked about a little bit ago, is coming to the Switch this week. That game's rad. Go play it. Uh, Castaway Paradise. Fly Together. Recknum Sherry Dreamland. <laughs> That's close. <laughs> Real close. Uh, Angels with Scaly Wings. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Sam and Max Save the World Remastered, Super Arcade Soccer 2021, and the big Nintendo release for this week, New Pokemon Snap. That's Which right. Oh, yeah, review, about we that. probably yeah. won't get. No, we'll get it. We'll get it on Friday. Oh, okay. okay, well, Nint- I want to review that desperately. Nintendo games we always get on release day ever since that hacker pulled the code out right. and put it on the web so like the no it wasn't a hacker i thought it was a, a yeah it was a reviewer that, that, that got it out yeah. yeah yeah fucking bastard yes absolutely i'm not saying he should be skinned alive but he should be skinned alive if somebody had a potato peeler yeah if you have a potato peeler and a lot of free time okay that's gonna hurt that's, a, that's actually a sequence in a video game called um, Mystery of the Druids, where they were like start skinning the flesh off a man and eating it, and he's just screaming the entire time. And there's just this cutscene. Why are you laughing uh, about this? It, because it's so <laughs> dumb. It's, no, it's no. Stupid. Look, look up that game. I know. I'm just playing. Uh, All right, let's do some that news. Game is the most ridiculous looking game I've ever seen in my life. Let's do some news. Tales of Arise has a launch date now. It's coming September 10th. Is that a Tales of yes, game? Yes, ta- Tales it. game. It's the name. Tales of. Yeah. Well, tales sometimes, of sometimes it's a, ba- a normal word after it, and other times it's like Zisteria. Zisteria. Tales, tales of, of Tales of Biscuits. Yeah. Now I would play that. I bet you would. Biscuit lover. Hell yeah. Uh, two... Tales of Biscuits. Two new games announced for Game Pass for this week coming up. We've got Destroy All Humans, the remake. Uh, nice. And eight, and uh, Second Extinction, the, the Left 4 Dead dinosaur robot game. 
early access. Early access, but it will have achievements. That's good though. That's the sort of game. If you look at things like Evolve and and the sh- like, that's the sort of game that will benefit from being on Game Pass. Sure. Xbox Cloud Gaming is coming to Windows 10 PC and Apple phones. The beta's oh, right off this it. week. How was it? Um, it yeah, it works as it intended. Oh, this is on the iPhone. It works as intended. Um, it's a browser. It's that's how they've got to do it. That's how they got to do it. But they've done it so that it doesn't it it doesn't feel like it's um it's not an app uh you know you, you mark it share it to your home screen and it plays just like an app so yeah clever way around it i got an invite for it and i remembered as i was opening the email i don't give a shit <laughs> I, I, I haven't taken i have messed around with xcloud a good amount i take my switch out of my dock every once in a while and it's to move it into my son's room which also has a dock I don't, I don't play these well, fucking it's, things it's, handheld. I don't. Yeah, I don't like you handheld. don't. No, but some people do. Some it's. A I wasn't picture. talking about some people. I was talking about me, John. This was my experience. That's why I deleted the email. Nobody gives a shit about me. I know that. I'm not under any impression otherwise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody still playing Marvel's Avengers? The Tachyon Anomaly event began uh, began on April 22nd. You can go get some some skins. Skins. I'll pay for them, have you? Uh, PlayStation announced that PlayStation Now streaming will now support up to 1080p for supported titles. So you can can stream at 1080p. 1080p. Sony had some good news this week. Uh, They have announced that the PlayStation Store for PS3 and Vita will continue operations. However... The PSP store is still going to close because nobody gives a shit about the PSP. Well, that is some um, uh, some some Microsoft size U-turns that one, isn't it? Yep, big old turn. I mean, even Jim Ryan wrote the blog post. So. Yeah, yeah, that's how fucked up that was. That was like, oh shit, we we done we done a doozy. And somebody figured out that like they rework they made it so you can access the old version of the PS PlayStation Store via Firefox. Because all they did was take out like a single line of like code, and so you just have something to reinsert that code, and the store is back up. <sighs> yep, I've used it. It's the I'm like, wow. So they didn't get rid of the store there because probably because the new store is built on top of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can just reaccess that old store. That's a lot easier to go through rather than their new design one. Uh, the play at home final game, which by the way, if you didn't collect your free at home games, they gone, bitch. Um, but the last one is now available. That one is the only one available now, and that is Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition. So, go download it. Nice. Go download that shit. Ace Attorney is coming back. The great Ace Attorney Chronicles arrive on July 27th. It's coming to PC, Nintendo Switch, and PlayStation. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Herlock Sholmes, everybody. Herlock Sholmes. We're going to get games with gold and PlayStation Plus games this week, aren't we? Yes, we are. I've got a feeling games with gold will be rubbish. 
I mean, John, that's not really like a fucking Miss Cleo type of prediction there. That they've been no, kind of shit for a few I months. I have been pretty bad recently. Yeah. Probably should just get rid of that. Speaking of Xbox Live Gold, which is funny because they changed the name of this like two months ago and nobody seems to remember. It's Xbox Network. But now you can play free-to-play games. Guess what? <gasps> Gasp for free. Xbox Live Gold's requirement is no longer needed for free-to-play titles. So y'all can oh, play your Fortnite, you your Fortnite, your Warzone, your Rocket League, Rocket Leagues. your Two Human. Two Human? Oh, oh yeah. Two Human's a free-to-play game. Oh, yeah. Because I can't sell it. I wonder what the reason why the Crackdown games are just free. That's a weird one, too. Like, yes. those games have been free for, like, two years, and I have no idea why. I think they just announced them as free, like, a part of, like, the, we're sorry, Crackdown's so fucking late. Um, please have another copy of Crackdown. Yeah, but most we, of the time they take away, that... Like, 15 times. But they stop doing that after a while, but now they're just free forever. I wonder if there's, like, a mm. license on those games that they, they're not allowed to sell them or something. Nah, they can't be. Oh, well. I mean, there, there certainly can be, John. I think I think part of it's probably that you can walk into any store and buy a disc copy of either for a dollar. Well, I mean, I can do that with a lot of games that aren't free, Anthony. No, you're right, but I think just that it's just easier to get give get the goodwill than to get the five dollars. I mean, Crackdown's still a pretty fucking rad game. I ain't gonna lie, and Two Human is better than than you think it is. You leave Two Human alone. Well, if Ryan was here, hey, I like Two Human. It's fine. Microsoft has announced the next batch of Xbox Series X slash S FPS boost games, and every single one of them is from EA. It's the EA boost pack. So the games you get are Battlefield 1 at 120 frames a second, Battlefield 4 at 120 frames a second, Battlefield 5 at 120 frames a second. I bet Battlefield 5 looks pretty damn good at 120 frames a second. Oh, I know it do. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, 120 frames. Oh, mm-hmm. god damn it. Yeah, how I about that? I played shit out of that. Uh, PVZ Garden Warfare and PVZ Battle for Neighborville, both at 120. PVZ Garden Warfare 2, 120. Sea of Solitude, 60. That's the only one It's a 60. <laughs> and it's, and it's going to be the it's gonna be the base version, because like, I still haven't seen the Switch version. The Switch right. version, the, direct, the, that's the director's the, cut. That's only on Switch, yeah. Yeah, where they changed a bunch of stuff. I'm curious to know what they changed. Uh, Battlefront and Battlefront 2, Titanfall, Titanfall 2, and Unravel 2, all at 120 frames. The, the Unravel yeah, one's a bit weird. Two, I would, Titanfall 2, I think I'd like to have a look at. I mean, that game is like $2 most days. Yeah, well, it's on, yeah, it's also on Game Pass. So, yeah. Well, of course it is. It's an EA Play. So I don't need to spend two dollars. I mean, you should just give them two dollars, John. To be fair, yeah. No. <laughs> this is this is why this is why last Maybe week I had no qualms. Two dollars too. It's not. It's not respawn. What? He's, it's not respawn. Saying, I'm giving saying, the two dollars. He would give the two dollars if it was going to respawn, and I think he's still just a cheap piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you! I about spit my soda out on that. One. <laughs> Uh, By the way, they were selling Titanfall 2 for $4 physical copies at dollar stores here. That's how many copies they were sitting on. Dude, there's so many copies of Titanfall out there, I'm pretty sure they give it away as like a sample in the mail. 
<laughs> like the AOL discs. Yeah, you get you get them with samples of Tide. Just landfills filled with <laughs> copies of Titanfall and Titanfall yeah. Two. They're buried next to ET. You don't even know. Yeah. Uh, Dice has revealed that ba- uh, Battlefield Six reveal is coming. It's going to have quote massive battles and game changing destruction. What you mean, like Battlefield? They, they would meant you on the last generation, but they did it for one game, and then they decided now it's too much hard work. Uh, so the rumor around this is that it's only next gen. Ooh. And the other rumor oh, around well. it is that it's launching day one into Game Pass. <laughs> huh? Nah. That's Dang. a pretty hard rumor out there. I've seen multiple places report that one. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, remember when they announced a new Test Drive Unlimited? No. No. Yeah, it's coming. It's called Test Drive it? Unlimited Solar Crown. It'll be available. It's coming from Nacon and KT Racing. Okay, but the studio that made Test Drive Unlimited is available, so I don't know why they would find someone. Plus, Nacon kind of... I have issues with, so... Because the last game that the company that made Test Drive Unlimited was Alone in the Dark. No, they're still around. Yeah, but what was the last game they did? Uh, they've been in a room by themselves ever since. That's right. Uh, they are in the dark. I, got, I guess you're fucking stones. They're like uh, Hoobastank F- crawling in the The back. last game they did was F1 Mobile Racing. For that, it was Gear Club Unlimited and uh, Gear Club Unlimited 2. Both of those are bad video games. Well, I don't know what the fuck you want from me. Maybe that's why they're not (laughs) doing the new Unlimited. I just knew they still existed. These guys guys made Test Drive Unlimited, which was actually a quality racing game, and Test Drive Unlimited 2, yet the driving in Alone in the Dark was possibly the worst driving I've ever experienced in my entire life. Yep. You clearly haven't been in a car with me. <laughs> clearly. You clearly haven't been in a car with me either. <laughs> All right, you ready for my spicy one? Spicy. I got hot, hot, hot and spicy. I got this hot and hot. spicy rumor this weekend as I was yeah. as I was perusing the Twitter. Okay. So we know Kojima's supposedly working with Xbox, right? Oh, here we go. Uh, let's, uh, go on. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. So now what we're hearing is that Konami is shopping around the Metal Gear IP. And they're currently in conversations with Microsoft. Mm, oh, well. And my uncle knows, works I... at Nintendo. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Konami... No, because they're just, they don't give two shits about their video game business. Not a single they... solitary shit. No, but they do so, give a well, shit about money. Yeah. Yes, so, I don't. So, I don't, are we expecting the middleman to be like, Phil Spencer to sit down and be like, okay, so Konami gave us the rights to Metal Gear, and we got Kojima sitting. Hey, you want to do another Metal Gear game? I mean, he, crazier things have like happened, Drew. It's true. It's not possible. I, I, I love. Just... I love what this has caused. My the 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 only thing that I will and I you know I take everything with a grain of salt. I don't say that these things are confirmed unless I hear them from multiple mm. people, from multiple yeah. sources. But I would love for this one to happen because if Microsoft comes out and says 
let's just say they're remaking the first game with like a, a side studio, right? They're going to remake Metal Gear Solid 1. And well, it's there. But, but um, wait, 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 wait. Wait, it's only on Xbox. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that, that would probably be what would end up happening. But could you imagine the, just Salt. think, just think the of the lineup Salt. of the fanboys, uh, like a lineup, like... You know, like when you remember how they got and their heads would explode. Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Five went to. Can you remember that when it was like that was a co-marketing deal with with Xbox? They were very salty. They were salty about a marketing deal. Imagine being salty about an exclusive. I I don't want games to be only on one place because I think that's a bad practice. But I would just love to watch the explosion on the internet. Look, let's not beat around. Let's not beat around the bush here, okay? They're, the Sony fanboys are the loudest motherfuckers on the goddamn planet. Yeah, because they're the winners. <laughs> they are, according to and, them. Except they don't win in anything, not even sales. But I mean, and and you, you just want to see the the PlayStation fanboys fucking squirm. That's it. I do. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's let's, fun. Just, let's, just, let's just admit it here, guys. Everybody knows that when you look at a post, like like I mentioned the Wario thing, any time you see him post that Series X is available, there's there's at least ten comments saying nobody wants that shit. I'm tell not- me, tell me, tell me when a PlayStation's available. That's what they'll say, and. You still see it with the Xbox guys, but they're quieter. I'm yeah, is that, is that qui- are they quieter, or is it just because there's um, well, there's, there's, not just, as, there's, just a, there's not as many. There's not as many, and they don't have anything to holler about except for Game Pass right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's a lot you can think I, to holler about, though, isn't it? It, it? it is, but still, all right. Yeah, you got Game Pass. That's nice and all, but where, where's where's your next? Actual Microsoft. I mean, we game. joked about it earlier. Not the next first party game have... is fucking Halo. Yeah. Not only do they have Game Pass, but it has Sony games on it. I mean, that's that's funny. Oh, I love yeah, watching that. I, you have no idea how much I enjoyed watching that squirm a couple but, weeks but ago. Game, but Game Pass is ruining the industry, John. So you have to understand that. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking, I forget I, it's ruining the industry. God, just on. just people on the internet really ruined video games. I say on it podcasts on the internet. <laughs> I just I, I um, both sides of this argument are dumb. Yeah, but, they are. You're stupid. But I see and, I see the Sony fanboys all the time, and when I see them get upset, it makes me happy. I smile every time I me. see them. I don't know. I'm not going to mention names, okay? I don't want to give any of these people credit. But I saw someone that we used to joke about a lot, Drew, mm-hmm. um, just get ripped apart the other day, and I had to watch the whole 20-minute video, and all I did was laugh the entire time. <laughs> Is it somebody who flips sides? Yes. Okay, I need to watch that. You need to send it to me. Yeah, it's uh, the person that ripped him. I will give you that one. Is uh, Review Tech USA, which yeah, yeah, he Review Tech USA is an ass. Yeah, and um, he, the guy he ripped uh, the video is also an ass. It, oh, he's beyond an ass. He's it, what the the whole conversation was around. Like, look, dude, you tried to be a grifter and it failed. <laughs> And I laughed the entire time I was watching the videos. Like, oh my god, this makes me smile so hard because I hate people like that from both sides. I really do. 
Like, if you're that Xbox guy out there going, Huh, look how many more 120 frames per second games we have. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you turned into fucking Yoda for a thing, right? <laughs> more games we have, yes, 120 frames. Now that was more German. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Jekyll. Um, oh. Jesus Christ, here we Anyways, go. Back to, back to the original point. Uh, Konami is not going to sell Metal Gear. Oh, yeah, they will. They oh, t- no, they I'm not won't. talking about they sell it, Anthony. Shit. They're going to license it to somebody to make yeah, a game. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just letting that be known now. I can, people I, don't I, understand that. Fuck. Can this, this conversation we're having, maybe we understand it. The listeners may or may not, though. Like, if Konami to license this out, I can imagine one of the stipulations is whoever gets the game, it's not Kojima. Would they do that? Uh, I don't think yes. they, they, they. I don't think yes. so. Nah. Yeah, they would definitely cut they're... their nose off to spite their face. Nah. Um, if the money's right, right, I don't now. think they'll do anything except cash the check. They're they're back in the games market again. Uh, if you've missed that part where they're making remaking one of their old like NES games or Famicom games, I should say, um, they were in the Indies Direct. They aren't making a ton of money right now because you can't be in casinos. Well, they're not casinos in Japan, but you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. You can't be playing pachinko right now. Yeah, you pachinko. can't be playing pachinko. So they need money somehow. And oh, look at that video games! I'm so, gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now that Microsoft would pay a pretty penny to license the Metal Gear IP to put it on Xbox exclusively. Oh, I'm sure they would. Yes, but then like I, you know, we know now that like you're no one's gonna be down for a Metal Gear without Kojima at this point. Bullshit! If they remade the first one, uh, uh, remakes, yes. I mean, like a new one. Sorry. I got an idea. I, Let's put four somewhere we can play it now. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Because you can't play that game unless you have a PS3. I would be nice to be able to go back and play for That actually yeah. might be exclusive. Um, I mean, but, but the, how long would they have put that on? Because it's been over 10 years. There ain't no contract that lasts more than 10 I, years. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know who funded that. But I don't know how much Tony's involved with the development of that. I think it's on PlayStation Now. It is, but have you pl- used PlayStation Now, John? Oh, no. I'm, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that it is still available, so maybe there's something there that we want to play from. If it was native, if it was native, and I could download it to PlayStation Five, I would play it. But to delete everything to reload it, dude, I got plenty of space. No, that's how it fucking works. Because all those long loading times, it's like installing the new part, deleting the old part. Just let me download the whole thing. You forget that game came out before everything was installed to the hard drive. I'm just saying, it's uh. Just let me put the fucking let me put the fucking 150 gigs on my hard drive, and we're good. But anyways, it's uh. But then you wouldn't get to watch uh, Song of Snake smoke for 40 minutes. Lord, yeah, I don't don't need to watch him smoke. The I don't know. I just I think that's a. It's kind of like how Sony was going to buy Silent Hill for however fucking long. People still claim that's coming. Yeah. Fucking and Mother Three. So is Metroid Prime Trilogy. <laughs> That's coming too. Yeah, fucking. So I like look at this fucking this this. Rumor Nintendo this Nintendo's gonna drop yeah. Metroid Prime Trilogy in a tweet one day. Yeah. I like Mass Effect Trilogy. That's never coming. Um, <laughs> next month. Yeah, I'm. No, I'm joking. That was a joke. Fucker. But it just it's 
to me, it's like, I don't know. I could totally see them licensing it out. I just don't think this is how it's going to happen. And then Kojima is going to be there. Like, I don't know. I, just, I don't. Be, I don't think the Kojima thing is happening. That was just more facetious on my point. No, I, no. I think. No, I think I'm Microsoft licensing Metal Gear and putting it on Xbox is is yes, I just likely. Don't. I think that Microsoft working with Kojima is more likely. I think that's more likely yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I can see that. Than, well, that's that's than, kind um, of been uh, Metal that's... Gear being exclusive. so. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with this, but like, there's a lot of like Microsoft knows they have no games, right? So, and they oh, yeah. know their games aren't going to be done this year. So sure. the Kojima thing is just one of four games that they're supposedly in talks with third parties about to build for well, this year. We're still not seeing the game this year, are we? I mean, even if they're doing something with Kojima, that's years and years. Oh, no, no, no. The Kojima thing will just be announced. That game won't come out for a while. But they're trying to get people into the ecosystem, into Game Pass with not only the the games that they've got coming, but they're also trying to line up some exclusives because you know Sony got Final Fantasy 16. Sony supposedly has Silent Hill. You know, so it's like Microsoft needs a couple of these. They need a couple of those Tomb Raiders. <laughs> you remember that? Rise of the Tomb Raider? Uh, yeah, that went that down worse. really well. Yeah, that was a bad move. Don't do that. Yeah, but supposedly that's what they're doing is they're working with third parties to build them AAA games. I don't know. I, I, it just—it's all I can say is it's as it stands at the moment. Anything is possible, I guess, because we are in—you know—Game Pass has changed the landscape um, quite considerably, and to call it a success is an understatement. And so. Nothing's, I guess, out of the question when it comes to Microsoft building on that and pushing it further and getting it out to more people. So there is always that, but I don't know. It's this again the the Metal Gear thing. Uh, you know, I'd I'd love to see a new one, not a new one of those. I'd love to see a remake. I'm not sure what they'd do with a new one, but I'd love to see a remake of, of the first few games, maybe and and see how they would look on current generation of games. How, but how, what if I they did this? I don't know. What if they did Metal Gear, the NES game, but fully the remake? ones, because yeah. nobody <laughs> wants a remake of the NES one. Hey, well, Metal you know Gear what? debuted on a Microsoft console. I don't know if you knew that. MSX, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, so, that's, that's where it started. What if, what if they did, you know, the infiltration of Outer Heaven? Hey, you know, I play it. I would too. Are you kidding me? I don't really care where it goes. I play it. What if we go to Zanzibar land again? Oh, man, I've been wanting to go to Zanzibar land, but COVID's fucked that up, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) Zanzibar land. (laughs) Come on. Everything in Kojima's world is stupid. My my thing is, this is like, don't get too excited about Kojima stuff because let's not forget Death Stranding. I like Death Stranding. I love Death Stranding. Okay. Death Stranding was a good oh, game. Kind of but there again. Um, but did it, did it so well. I don't give a shit about sales, Drew. That's not my concern. Well, all I'm saying is 
I played about three hours of Death Stranding, and I was like, I can't play any more of this. I mean, if you don't like the game, that's fine. Yeah, that's, but but the fanboy argument is always going to be what's going to sell. And I'm like, I don't give a shit what sells. I give a shit what I like to play. Well, and, and I'll be honest with you, Drew, and I hate this argument. So just like it, that is one of those games where you go, yeah, it doesn't get great until. But then I also can't justify it not being great up until that point either. So it's like. That game, three hours in, that's uh, two cutscenes and 25 minutes of gameplay. Um, (laughs) I I, I get that, and that's the reason why I stopped. But there's large portions of that game where there's just no cutscenes. Yeah, there's a ton of, like, just gameplay. Back back and forth, and then, like, as soon as it starts getting into the, now you have, that game changes completely. Um, But the problem is, is just you have to get there, and it's like, could you remove that first section? Yeah, but then does it feel as good when you get to the moment where you are now able to defend yourself? I don't know, because we don't live in the world where that's the case. So it's like, to me, Death Stranding earned its moments because it built up this, you are helpless, and once I stopped being helpless in this this big open world, it it felt like a different game. I liked that game way more than I thought it was going to. Trust me, I was on the boat of this is looks so fucking stupid and crazy, and I don't need another one of those. Thankfully, I'll, I'll the you, sales numbers, I don't want another Death Stranding. No, that is all I wanted to play. I don't want another Death Stranding, but I will tell you this about that game. I couldn't stop thinking about it for six months. I still so, can't stop thinking about it now. The stu- all right, all right. So, so here, you've said it before, and I want you to reconfirm with me, Ken. Yes. I saw the first cutscene. They explained some things, said a lot of things I didn't understand. <laughs> when I beat that game, will I completely understand everything that has happened in that game? I feel yes. It's the, it's Kojima's most coherent story. Yeah, okay. I, I have He's to agree. Definitely coherent. Yeah. Does he leave it open for a sequel? I mean, I guess you could probably make a follow-up to that. He already said that if he ever made a sequel to it, he would drastically have to do something different because the story of the characters you are dealing with are done. Yeah, those are over when the game, when the credits roll. And and to the point where the only way he'd leave leave it open is sort of like how there shouldn't be a sequel to Nier, but they worked it in. Right. Yeah. Okay. The reason why I ask this is because I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to suggest to Matt that we probably do this for Phoenix Down. <laughs> it's a fatty. It's a long game. Dude, we're doing Lost Odyssey and the Yakuza series right yeah, now. So, look, yeah. I just want to explain to you that Death Stranding is a long game, but it's also a long game of walking. So, there's not much to talk about. Um. There's things to talk about for sure, but in the middle, has, there's going to be some things not to talk about. Yeah. When you get it to the some, end, is is when you're going to talk about a lot. Oh, the ending is so well done. I didn't think that. I remember going. There's no way he's going to be able to wrap this shit up. He does. Like, and he fucking does. And I went, this motherfucker. He pulled it yeah, off somehow. He, it's it's. For all of his fucking magic, I actually called it something else. It's nanobots and Metal Gear sort of stuff. He strays away from that in, in Death Stranding. 
He he actually that's the thing is like if you look at Metal Gear Solid in the series, he actually wraps it up pretty damn nicely in Metal Gear Four. Yeah, that's why yes. I want Metal Gear Four available somewhere else. That's I mean, the reason he, why he wanted to stop doing Metal Gear. He wanted to stop doing Metal Gear after Solid. Then they brought him back. He's like, fine, two. Did three. It's a prequel. Fine. And then he did four, and he was like, I'm not doing any. Again, they were like, no, you're doing another one. So he did five. And then they're like, this is a lot of money. Maybe we should wrap this shit up. Oh, here's Silent Hill. Never mind. And then it was just like, well, fucking, <laughs> what did you expect from this? I mean, Metal Gear Solid 4 did a really good job of just like, all right, this is the end. Yeah, it was the Star Wars checklist. Yeah. Well, you kind of get that in Death Stranding, in my opinion. In the okay. ending, yes. Yep. Maybe I'll do it. Like I, I just, I like how can I not? Game. How can I not play every Kojima game? I mean, you know, I, I mean, I Death Stranding is one of those games that when I was re- I was reviewing it, they gave us a long time to review it. Yeah, and I was playing it, and I remember talking to you guys while I was reviewing. I was like, I don't know about this game. This game is not very fun. And then, boy, I hit that second that second half of that game, and whoa, I couldn't stop thinking about that game. How right. long does it take? How it's long a, does it actually take? Game. It's probably I think I want to say 40? 40? Yeah. 40, 50, somewhere between so, that. So it takes, it takes 40 hours to get to the good part? No. No, no, that's no. the whole game. Entirely. That's the whole game. Okay. All right, so about 20 hours to get to the good part? I'd say more like 30. <laughs> Yeah, Fuck I mean, off, man. Like, Are you, you get, fucking you get, kidding you get, me? You get the breadcrumbs throughout. Yeah, it's it's, and not, that, it's not that it's all there's bad for the portions. first 30. Yeah. There's, there's, um... I'm on disc four of Lost Odyssey, and I'm only 30 hours in. I mean, this, this like, training can... is a long burn. There's a long section. So there's the long section after you're kind of done the first part before you hit the next sort of moment. And yeah. then... It's kind of there's kind of a lot of story beats in there, and then there's the long gap between <clears throat> then and you when you get to the mountain area. The mountain area is long just because you're trenching through snow. Yeah. Then you have a while again, and then it's it's just go 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 till the end. Yeah. Like I so I I remember finishing that game and like having to go to work that night, and I was just like, okay, I can either stop now. And do this tomorrow, or I can see the ending right now. And I was just like, "Fuck it, we're staying up for another t- two hours and just finishing this." And I went to work tired, but fucking goddamn, that story was so good. Yeah, it's okay. Really I'm gonna good. I'm gonna suggest it to Matt. I'm sure Matt will say yes because he's a sucker for Kojima. So it just like I'm should I be? I need to play that game. Should I? Should I be on that show? <laughs> It, so that's the thing. Recording schedules may be an issue. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, maybe not. You'll be I, recording um, at three a.m. Yeah, maybe not. I. The best way I can describe it is you don't feel like you're. It feels like a very different game, un, until you get start getting the sort of heavier weapons, and then it starts feeling like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, which is more than halfway through the game. Yeah. Are there boss fights in that game? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right, let's do some tweets and get out of here. Curtis says, what's up, fellas? Hope all is well. 
Hey, Wombat, I totally agree with what you said about the gaming industry and it's bitching when the music and movie industry ain't complaining. Ford don't care if you buy their cars used because you're still going to buy parts for that car eventually. I I still disagree with this argument that, first of all, I've heard like directors and say stuff say, yeah, not enough people saw our movie. They just aren't assholes on podcasts. Like, if that's what we're criticizing, then yes, that guy was a dickhead for saying you buy the fucking game at full price. First of all, how do people know they like the game if they haven't played it? Like, who, who who said this? One of the guys from the Days Gone team. Well, he Went didn't do Days Gone, right? Like, he left before that game came out? I don't remember, but it was like he went on David Jaffe's podcast or whatever. Yeah, and then uh, he said, you like a game at a fucking price. Well, how the fuck are you supposed to know if you like a game that's brand new? Remember when they used to do demos? Yeah, they don't do demos no more. What the fuck's a demo? Yeah. 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 Remember when they used to do demos? And also, if, if if you're meant to pay full price for it, then why just say you put it on a sale? Yeah, and I, listen, I make fun of you, John, because I think you're cheap. But um, <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't think. But but like, I mean, I said it last week. Like, I'm pretty sure we brought up typing of the dead, and it just hasn't hit the price where I feel comfortable paying it. And it's okay to have those those feelings too. It's just like, yeah, at some point, like, it ain't my job to make the credit. developers money. <laughs> it's their That's job right. to make me want to spend my money. You're right, and I agree with that point. I also, though, said, like, my point last week was more of, like, you just, you can't be surprised if something doesn't do well financially that you don't get more. That was kind of my only point. Yeah, Uh, no, absolutely, I agree with that. It's a shock that Nier got the second chance it got, because, frankly, it shouldn't have. Um, Deadly Premonition definitely fucking shouldn't have, proven by the second game. So, (laughs) like, it's... Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, it's literally a blessing in disguise is the name of a fucking subtitle. <laughs> yeah. The irony. The irony. Um, but, you know, other industries do this. Like, I've heard musicians, you know, like bands break up because they just don't get the reach and stuff. And the difference is they beg you on the front end to stream and like and stuff. And, and video games can't do that. The best they can do is pre-order, tell you to pre-order. Um, you know, because ultimately the end goal of the musicians is to have you go see them live. It's the labels that need to make the money off of artists. Artists don't make money, so they don't beg you for that. They want you to go out to their show and then buy merch. Um, and, and movies, they want you to see this in the theater. That's the reason why, like, getting to the point where we, we are now, where everything is, like, streaming the day and date, like, they did not want to do that right away. Because they want to make their money back. That way they can tell if it's worth continuing on. So it's like, yeah, the other industries just do it in different ways. And you don't have devs going on podcast. You don't have the, the you don't have Steven Spielberg going out there and, you know, saying you should have seen the fucking movie in theaters. And they also get two chances at that. They get the chance of, uh, same with the um, music industry. You get the singles and then you get the album. With movies, you get the theatrical release and then you get the, the home video release. Yeah. And video games, you get one chance, and it's you got like one and, shot. And, and, and yeah, um, <laughs> oh, spaghetti. Um, Mom's spaghetti. But, but, Mom's uh, spaghetti. You get one shot, really, and and from that one shot, it, it, it's it's like a car that you drive off the parking lot. It is just decreasing in value by the second once you put it out. So 
I understand that logic, but at the same time, you're right. You they and and Ryan was right as well. They should make it more appealing, but then that's a conversation not so much with the devs, but the marketing team too. There's been plenty of games that've been marketed well that ended up sucking. But like, look at the cover of the original Near and tell me that's a game you want to play. It does not look that interesting. Well, if you think about the look of a game as or look of a cover, you think about how many in the like mid to like twenty between twenty ten and twenty twenty, how many games we got with a man with a gun on the front, generic man. Yep, generic white guy, short hair. Yeah, it's like yeah, but I don't shop by the, covers anymore. I shop by trailers and YouTube plays plays you know like yeah. what i'm saying but, but near was my 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 thing that i brought up because at the time it would have been covers and store shelves and sure things. sure back then you look at a cover oh, right but, but let's be fair i was told when i was a kid to buy the first mega man and i picked up the cover i'm like are you fucking kidding me yeah, yeah no, dude I, <laughs> That's bad I played the perfect example i played the demo on the pizza hut demo disc of metal gear solid i looked i went to walmart and looked for that game and i couldn't find it because it's just yeah. a white cover with red text on it that's it. And I was just like, what? This is weird. And on the back, there's a picture of somebody, somebody talking to each other over like a video screen. Like, okay, yeah. this looks stupid. Yeah, it does. But no, that's one of the best games ever made. Yep. All right. Uh, his next tweet says, the Mortal Kombat movie is a 6 out of 10 for me. It could have been better. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. I, loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Absolutely adored it. I've watched it twice. God damn it! I loved it. It, was, it, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and I'm okay with that. That's what I want. I wanted yeah, to see yeah. people die, and they died. <laughs> I want to see people die <laughs> in gruesome ways. Yeah, it's Mortal Kombat. That's what I wanted. I want to see Kung Lao take off his hat and chop somebody, and he did. And he did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was so good, and they did Sonya. I think they did Sonya Blade well, unlike the last. The, the original movie, which she was one of the weakest characters. I thought she was really good in this. And Kano, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Mortal Kombat 11. If they did Sonya Blade better than Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, well, well, that's, that's not very that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I actually hired Ronda Rousey to do it. Oh, God, no. I'd have been, I'd have been more upset with the movie. All right. Uh, his next tweet, uh, kind of each person. Anthony, what's up? Everything good? I, I, yes. Okay. Boy, this next one's good. Uh, Ken, I know you're an undercover Xbox fanboy. Been hearing it lately in your conversations on past episodes. It's all good, though. No, I mean, we just fully admitted to it now. Yeah. Well, see, there's a difference between being a fanboy and having a preference, Drew. Yes, I prefer the Xbox. That's not a secret. That's the one I play on the most. For the longest time, I was the PlayStation fanboy, apparently, but now I own the Series X, and that's it. But you're still a PlayStation fanboy that hates all of their first-party games. This is true. <laughs> I, 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 I take that. No, no, no. I, I take that back. No, no, no. God of War is a fantastic game. Okay, so you like one. I, I did love one of them. All right, I, t- Horizon, I don't know. Horizon was okay. Oh, was okay. oh, snap. You just blew their minds. Well, I, I can bear the minds, but I'm sorry, but Horizon got on my nerves. <laughs> Horizon, hold on. Horizon, the DLC, though. The DLC was fantastic. Yeah, and that's clearly where, and, and to, like I'm pretty sure I said at the time, that's the same sort of stuff you end up seeing kind of in um, Death Stranding, because it's the same engine. Like, clearly that is a more interesting part of that. It was just that wide open desert area in the first fucking Horizon that was right. Yeah. 
first the first the first part of Horizon, I was just like, mm, I don't know about this. Yeah. You give me you give me a whole bunch of enemies that just run straight toward me, and the only way to fight these enemies is using ranged weapons. And I'm like, I don't know if I like this. That yeah. sci-fi element though of that game is some of the best fucking sci-fi I've seen. The, 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 the story was really cool, you know, when, when I saw, you know, you saw the Bronco Stadium and that little, you know, fucking vision or whatever. Yeah. I was like, ah, I gotcha. Okay, this is kind of cool, but... But no, you have to love really like all Sony first-party games, Drew. That's how that works. Sorry, but it's well, not, not going to happen. He hates the, um, the, the big boys. Yeah. The Naughty Dog sure. games. Yeah. The Naughty Dog games I could go without for the rest of my life. But then there wouldn't be a PlayStation like dominance because those are the games. I, I more power to them. I get they sell really well and everybody loves them, and I think they play like garbage. Man, I can't tell you how much people wanted to like murder me when I said Last of Us Two was not a good video game. I, I will never know because I will never play The Last of Us Two. Oh, I did. I suffered through the thirty hours of, of that game. Oh. Do you want to feel miserable? Last of Us 2. Um, John, nice hearing you again, mate. Hope you hang around more. You guys are always good. Listen, enjoy the rest of the day, fellas. Ah, thank, thank you very much. I am here. Uh, Real Shogun Beat says, You know, I can excuse the dragon tattoos giving them superpowers, but they made a Mortal Kombat movie without the tournament. Come on, WB, stop the insanity. Yeah, <laughs> okay. The next one. Yeah, that's fair. There's no tournament in that movie. Which is, like, the whole time that's what they were building to, and then, like, they never got to it? Yeah. Like, the tournament never happened? I kind of I kind of guess it adds... Yeah, I, I can see the point, but, like, it adds to the insidiousness of Shao... Uh, not Shao Kang, to Shang Tsung. Like, oh, I'm going to kill them all before there's a tournament. That way we're sure to win. It kind of adds <laughs> to the story. Well, it's, it's, this is kind of an origin story for a lot of things. Yeah, reboot. Next movie we'll have a tournament. Well, there were some deep cuts in that movie, though. Some characters I didn't know we needed to have. I also like some of the little nods, like the Nighthawk and... Um, it's not Nighthawk. And it's Nightwolf. Uh, Nightwolf. Nightwolf, sorry. Um, Nighthawk. Take it T-Hawk. T-Hawk, yes, I am. I don't know why I thought of that. <laughs> Dude, every frame in that movie has a reference. I don't know if you know yeah, that. Yeah, I even like, like the... Some of the fatalities, like in the graffiti and stuff, was really cool. Yeah, there's there's a reference in almost every scene. Like Lee May is in that movie, like a picture of her, and nobody remembers Lee May. Fucking Liu Kang name drops Bo Raicho. Come on, <laughs> Sub Zero does the Ice Clone. Come on. I mean, Bo Raicho is like a pretty important part of the Mortal Kombat lore. Yeah, but the only thing people remember about him is that he farts. He farts and he drinks a lot. Yeah, that's the only thing people remember about Bo Raicho, even though he was like Liu King's master. Tra- it's like trainer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. The it's whole, like, it's like, like having Star Wars without having Obi Wan. That yeah, that, that, that film was great. I'm sorry, but you know, I know that there's a lot of people hating on it, and I just don't see that at all. I loved it. Oh, uh, the reptile scene is. Awesome. Yeah. That's pretty good. Although I, like I was slightly annoyed that he was poisonous and then all of a sudden he wasn't. Well, I think it was just coming out of his mouth, right? 
Yeah, but still, you, I don't know. I felt that was a bit oh, Kano, cheap. Kano ripped his fucking heart out. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just, you know. My thing is, is they're killing characters off for the damn tournament. <laughs> yeah, but Sub-Zero died in the first tournament anyway, right? And it's his brother. His brother came back. And his yeah. brother comes back to get revenge, you know. And the brother's actually the good guy. Do y'all know what do y'all know what Kano tried to steal from Raiden's Temple? Do you know what that was? Mm-mm. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, that's the amulet. That's Shinnok's amulet. Oh, yeah. the, the time traveling amulet? Yeah, yeah. That's Shinnok's amulet. Yeah, so I thought that would be in the story more, but it didn't. Nope. Oh, we didn't even again. see we didn't see Shinnok or Quan Chi. So No, again, got a sequel. Yeah, because Quan Chi is the is the the master of the Nether Realm. Come on now. <laughs> the Quan Chi, Quan Chi. The only thing I can think of is the fucking um, the outtakes of that Sub Zero video game. Oh God, it's so good. It's so good. Go watch the the, the outtakes with Quan Chi on YouTube. <sighs> it's this guy who is just like very strange and flamboyant, but with all this makeup on and looks like Quan Chi. <laughs> I thought that well, no. Richard Divizio plays him in the game because he's also Kano and a couple other people. Sal Devita plays a lot of characters in the game. He's in that insert coin documentary. It's like seven ways from Kevin Bacon, man. It's crazy. Mm. Sal Devita also played Night Nightwolf. Just so you know, John. Sorry. Never mind. You didn't grow up in the arcade. You don't know. You don't know. Even grow up in the arcades, my ass. You don't know who Sal Davida is. He made fucking. He was worked on the NBA Jam team, man. Yeah, I, we don't. NBA Jam was in the arcades overhead, dickhead. Then you don't. Yeah. Then you didn't have good arcades. Well, we had British arcades. No one watches baseball over here or basketball over here. Well, what did you have? Like fucking. Well, they didn't at the time. Anyway. FIFA Jam is that what you had? No, there was no such thing as FIFA Jam. <laughs> All right. He also says FPS boost is nice. Play Battlefield Five at 1440p, 120 hertz, super smooth. Uh, but I think I like 64k more. Have you guys tried playing around with FPS boost, especially the ones who have nice new TVs? You got damn right, I do. Nope, don't have. I'm not rich. You're like not Ken rich. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, Drew. Okay. I'm giving you the 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 gif of the girl saying okay. 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 Well, it's, it's Microsoft money, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, because they paid that, them. Jennifer Lawrence, the girl, with the saying, okay. I couldn't remember gift. her name, so I just... <laughs> be quiet. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm not rich. The TV wasn't that expensive, Drew. I'm sure you paid almost that much for your TV. Uh, all right, so you paid over $1,000 for your TV? Yeah. My 4K TV, $400. And that's why you ain't got 120 hertz, you broke-ass motherfucker. <laughs> exactly, rich, rich, rich motherfucker. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin just had a baby. Yeah, he did. I mean, he's old. You do realize that. I know he he's 40. old. I know he's old. And 40 is not old, you fucking wow, retired. Yeah, 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 little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, like, I saw that tweet like trending on Twitter. And I was like, I didn't even know he was like with somebody. Like, I can't remember been. what it. I can't remember what podcast he was like guesting on, but like I heard him talk about his girlfriend and that she was Asian, and then I was, remember looking it up and being like, "Holy shit!" I remember her from television, Brenda Song. Yeah, it, so I was just yeah, it was like surprised to find oh. out that they were ha- they had a kid, but 
the funny thing they've was, been together for a while so. well yeah well the funny thing was is when i saw that i was watching some oh i was watching key and peel and she was in an episode right after i saw that on twitter i was like all right google stop tracking me <laughs> <laughs> anyway Oh, God, Brenda Song. Okay, so she was in that fucking movie, Secret Obsession, that was on Netflix. I don't know don't watch, that Don't watch that movie, but it's fucking stupid and insane. Okay, well, I'm not going to watch it, it, but okay. It's so ridiculous. Is that the one where she's held prisoner? In- yeah, so she's in a car wreck, like, and she can't yeah, remember she who she memory. is. And this guy poses as her husband. But he terrible. It's fucking horrible, and I'm just like... Fucking run! Why? Why is everybody in this fucking movie insane? <laughs> I know it's a terrible, terrible, terrible film. By the way, you should spend that more than uh, the, the fifty percent of the people on this podcast will tell you to spend the thirteen hundred dollars buy that TV. I mean, sure, but I don't have thirteen hundred dollars to spend on a TV because I'm a cheap piece of shit. <laughs> but yet, you call out John for Game Pass every five. See, the, if you did more Game Passing, you'd have more money for a TV, Anthony. My TV is only two years old, yeah, man. That's, that, old. that old. That's old. Drew. And I used a 1080p uh, television up until that point. My I'm God. Good. You fucking plebs. <laughs> I, the TV <laughs> that I used to play on is my computer monitor. 26, 24 inch. I'm, I'm gonna be real. Inch. I'm gonna be real honest with you. Like I would break the the PC gaming community, but I'm using like some fucking bunk ass stock Dell monitors for my computer. <laughs> Yeah. I'm using an old Acer 1080p monitor from probably 2014. Yeah, I'm using like a 13, 14 inch like Dell 1080p monitor. Like, does nothing. Like, there's nothing special about it. But I don't play games on my PC, so it don't matter. But my TV now, I gotta have. I gotta have the shit. It's just nice. I just can't. Can't justify it, man. Dude, if I showed you one game running at 120 frames a second on my TV, my OLED, mm-hmm. you'd buy one. Okay, let me rephrase that. I can't justify it to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to be you need to be married longer because I'm gonna tell you right now. Like I was debating it, and she's the one that told me to click the button. Mm-mm. She talked uh, me into buying. Yeah. No, she's like you I need think... to buy that. That's what you. That's what you want. You should buy that. I think that um, you and Drew obviously have very different wives. Well, no, he's just he's just new to the game. It'll it'll change. Like if I'd have tried to buy a fifteen hundred dollar TV when I first got married, my wife probably would have stabbed me <laughs> in the face. Uh, yeah, we're we're thinking about maybe buying another house. So. We well, you need to when you've got all. I mean, you need more bedrooms when you have all those kids, in it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta get started on making them kids, though. Like, they take a while to to cook. Just letting you know. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. To be but... fair, I thought the next time I would speak to you, Drew, I would be because you were a dad. <laughs> well, not yet. He'll not make yet. that announcement that. someday. He'll be like, "I just pre-ordered a child." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Ready Player Three is that's a popular thing, isn't it? Oh, next like, yeah, they do all of that, don't they? A Ready Player Three. Yeah, I got one last. I got one last tweet. It's gonna piss you off. You ready? Me, me, or who? Everybody. It's gonna piss everybody off. Everybody on the show and every listener. It's gonna piss them off. It's from Gambus Khan. 
Oh, Twitter. I'm already pissed. Exactly. <laughs> it says, greetings, programs. I just wanted to say what? I love you guys and still the best video game podcast around. That is not true. No, because he's not on it. Because you're not on it, Jason. The fuck? Yeah, you got time to how tweet at us, but that? you ain't got time to show up. That, how can you do that? That's just mean. That is mean. That's just a teaser. You're being mean, Jason. He's a cock tease. You're just being what can mean. You say? If Gambus Khan was on this being podcast mean. right now, and he'd been on here for the last couple of years, we would be the, we would be the biggest thing on the internet. Period. Instantly having him on here makes this gold. Yeah. Yeah. Instantly. You know what we should do? <gasps> Tie him up and make him be on the show. No, no, no. What we do is, you know how this week Apple announced like podcast is going up, uh, like it's going to the next level, and people are going to be able to sort of pay premium and get features. Maybe we'll have two podcasts, like one one's free and one's magically. If you pay, you get Gambus come in. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I could start a Patreon to get Gambus back on the show, and I would make money. <laughs> like I'd have to pay uh, him to be on the show. Yeah, now now we've added Gambus because he's a premium feature. He is a premium feature, without a doubt. Yeah. Yep. But that's it for the show this week. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, um, John is at John WK, Drew is at Drew Leachman, I am at ZTGD, and you can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Check out the podcast feed at M4G Podcast. Tweet at us there. Send us emails. You didn't send none this week. We had like 12 last week. We had none this week. Um, podcasts at ZTGD.com. Phoenix Down. How many more episodes is it going to take to finish Lost Odyssey? 15. We're, th- we're thinking two more episodes. What's the game up after that? That will be Yakuza Kiwami. Kiwami. Are you going to be doing Yakuza other game, Yakuza other game? Yes, that is the You're plan. really picking the wrong games to be the other games. I mean... You just have palate cleansers, something light and easy and quick. <laughs> so yeah, you should try after, Death Stranding. So the game, the game <laughs> after... So we've already got the game after Yakuza Kiwami, which is going to be Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, good. Jesus That's Christ. What, say? what are you, you doing? You ain't getting through all these games this year, I'm going to tell you. No, we are not planning on getting through them all, all this year. Jesus Christ, because you know full well the game now after Yakuza 0, or not Kiwami, Kiwami 2, is now going to be Death Stranding. That's so you are, you are making a rod for your own back, sir. You are, you have no one else to blame but yourself. Well, to be honest with you, every week the only thing I really play is a Phoenix Down game. Because yeah, I don't really have time to play anything else. At least you're playing a video game. I was I was in a funk until I got near, and now I've like blasted two hours of that in the last two days. It feels pretty good. There you go. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I've also been in a funk and controlled as kind of stamp me out of it a little bit. I am still very much looking forward to Mass Effect, though. I mean, there's I really, a lot really There's a that. lot coming over the next couple of weeks, so we've got Resident Evil next week. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. I forgot about my copy of that. Yeah, Resident um, Evil right. next Demi- week. Demis, 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 Demis. Lady Demis. Step on Me, yep. Lady Le- Dimitri. Lady, lady Big, Lady Big. Is that how you pronounce it? How yeah. do you pronounce that? Did you not watch Demi- the, the direct... Dude, I haven't watched any footage of this game. I want to go in blind. Do you see the picture Anthony posted from last week's show? I did. <laughs> that is hilarious. Dr. Grant hugging her <laughs> ass. Yeah. Um, her her name is pronounced Lady Dimitris. 
That was Dimitris. A, that's what the the host of the Ari direct said. Right, and she's nine feet tall or something. Yeah, yeah. nine she, feet. And everybody wants her with. to step on them. I did yeah. see. I did see a video. Uh, it was probably like a ten second clip. She doesn't look scary. No, she does have a big claw that looks scary. I get that, but. I don't know. You know she she, you know she the, talks too much. I think, I think that's the problem. Menacing. Yeah, you know what the claw reminds me of? Do you remember in the first Batman Begins when he's like making the 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 felt and he's got the glove on with the big? Oh yeah, it reminds me. Yeah, of that. the electric thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. But um, I I don't know. You're saying it's like she doesn't look scary, or but the the fear like. To give some credit, um, Mr. X, like at first, it's not that he looks scary; it's that he just keeps coming. He doesn't. Stop, I don't. I don't man. think. I don't think the developers because... want you to be scared of her. I think they want you to um... <clears throat> be horny. Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. By the way, the internet yeah. has proven there's, that. There's apparently a. Vi- I was saying this. Uh, and- yeah, a YouTuber I watched got paid by Capcom. Like, it's sponsored by Capcom. It's like, what would oh. happen if, if she stepped on you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is the same company that has life-size cutouts of her yeah. in, Capcom like, game stores in Japan. Doing. They knew what Capcom they were doing. Capcom saw this. Capcom, as soon as that people, the internet went nuts for her, they... They went their PR market and just rubbed their hands together. They know exactly what they're doing. Oh yeah, they know exactly. I mean, you saw that last trailer where she like sucks the blood out of your arm. I bet people like fainted when that happened. <laughs> you know full well that is stored somewhere in lots of people's wank bank. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's a photo mode in this game, so. Um... <laughs> oh good. I, thinking, I thought you were gonna say Photoshop of it. Like a photo. Well, it's gonna be obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Um... They're, they're not daft, and you know what? Fair play to them. I forgot that game was coming out, and I am, yeah, I'm, I'll be cool with some of that. I think I'm, at some I'm point, gonna be I'll downloading that to my Series X. Pass, Absolutely, I'll wait just on Game Pass. Ray tracing, running at sixty frames a second. Oh yeah, baby, it's gonna look good. You need all the polygons on that. App. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she follows you like through the whole game. That's oh, yeah, no. and that, that, I think that's where the fear is going to come from. When yeah. you're dealing with other things, that someone's consistently just following you around. I don't think it matter what they look like. I want to see. That gets to my, my my thing is is that like I said, she talks too much. What makes Mister X scary is that he never says anything. I, I want to see the death counts on the really horny people. I got an F ranking because I died a million times. <laughs> oh no, I tripped and fell. Please don't catch oh, no. me. Don't catch yeah. me. Oh, I got a close up. Uh, let me I mean, interact photo mode here, real quick. Honest, <laughs> Take a couple I, pictures. I honestly don't know this, but I should imagine Pornhub's already got your sword. I'm willing to bet you that there is already a. Oh, I bet you there's a whole like subcategory, brother. Oh my god! My my friend said that like there's also a Reddit. Oh, no, no, just for Resident Evil porn. Oh Uh, well, yeah, but this is going to take it to a new level. I'm sure that yeah, Reddit is just filled right now. Yeah. Still, I was like, "What?" I mean, there's like, already yeah, been six hundred. Like, yeah, but I don't also think that there's a Reddit for every type of porn. 
So, I mean, Overwatch is big. Overwatch is big for that. Oh, oh my God. I remember being on a list of, like, the most searched things, though, too. That's the only reason why I know about the Overwatch one. Yeah, the Overwatch one was real big. Yeah, but that's also because Activision stepped in and tried to stop some of it. That's the difference. I think that made more that made it more newsworthy because Activision came in and actually started trying to copyright sort of stop, ban that stuff out. I'll tell you the shocking one that you might not think of that's really big is Guilty Gear. I know that shocked. I mean you're not shocked, but it's not one that you would think is like mainstream. Oh you're right. I guess yeah, all right. Let me rephrase that. I'm not shocked that there's an audience for it. I am shocked that it's bigger than say like Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter's not that big. Capcom also, uh, Capcom that deals with Street Fighter is a little bit more of no. You're... Except the fact that they put out an official swimsuit edition book, you know. But whatever. Oh, did they? Oh yeah, they did. I don't know if you've <laughs> oh. seen Wario 64's feed, but every time he posts a picture of that book, it's um. Yeah, don't no. look at the comments. Know your audience. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. So clearly, I skipped over that one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for all <laughs> all of that. Horny hour. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> go. It's time to go and. Let's anybody has any... soap. Yeah. Let's anybody has anything else. We'll, we'll get out of here. Go have fun with your photo mode. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.